When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 13. KKSE. Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Children of all ages at the ones and twos for the Vic Lombardi Show. The hardest working man in Denver makes some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlet. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw, make some noise. Everybody up on your feet, no one sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. Martin gives chase 2-1, and there's the horn. Earl, I'm trying to figure out, did the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Nuggets tonight, or did the Nuggets beat themselves tonight? But I think, you know, at some point, the Nuggets have to change the way that they're defending guys in the NBA. The pick and roll has destroyed the Nuggets late in basketball games. You know who beat the Nuggets last night? The Mavericks beat the Nuggets last night because I'm um, perfectly fine with losing to a once-in-a-generation player who takes over in the final minutes the way LeBron did. I can handle that. I could, I could swallow that. But when it comes the night after losing to the Mavericks the way the Nuggets did, 
then it's tough. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show, joined as usual by H.W., Will Peterson, James Manchester, Marilad, Jesse Trujillo, and Marty Ola here. Guys, it's all your game, Manchester, so I, I, I'm not sure if you had the same feeling, but it was only a matter of time before LeBron took over, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, it, uh, there were two things that jumped out to me is when that game was lost, right? So at the end of the third quarter, the Nuggets make their run and basically tie it up. He's like, okay, they, they got back into the game. And LeBron spends his time on the bench there at the start of the fourth quarter. That's where you have to make hey, That's where you have to build yourself a lead that he has to come back in and try to overcome. And the Nuggets didn't. Now, during that time, on the bench, their big three, Jokic, Harris, Murray, and Paul Millsap. Okay. So I guess, I, I mean, I'm not, I, I, I'm not making those decisions, obviously, but it seems like if we're trying to make hey. Maybe those four guys sitting while LeBron's sitting, uh, not the best approach. And then the other thing is, at the end of the game, man, I'm making, I'm making someone else beat me. I'm making someone else beat me. Wilson Chandler played good defense on both those shots late that yeah. LeBron made, but I'm, I'm doubling him and forcing him to give up the ball. You gotta, you gotta make somebody else beat you. Well, I, I don't dispute either of those, but you know, in terms of playing the guys early in the fourth quarter, you don't want to rest players. They played the night before. You want to play them 40 minutes? Well, Jamal Murray played 27 minutes last night. Well, yeah, he left the game with a, an injury, though. Yeah, he but have four minutes to go game. with like four minutes to go. Uh, listen, dude, I mean, oh, Jamal man. Murray not playing over 30 minutes is not the reason the Nuggets lost that game. Okay. okay now you're reaching now. How about Will Barton playing 28 minutes? Will Barton hurt them last night. Will Barton didn't do his typical Will Barton stuff. I agree with you there. Will, Will but Barton not is, playing the starters is that? that come on, you, you, players got to rest. LeBron rested. I mean, maybe they were fatigued. Le, wait a minute, know. LeBron James played thirty nine minutes, Vic. Thirty nine minutes. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's not the reason they lost though. Now oh. you could have brought your starters back in. The, the Nuggets actually made a run. In the middle of the fourth. I, I'm not sure what you're talking about because that's when they got back in the game. I'm talking about the fact that when LeBron James was out, they didn't take advantage of it. And I looked out on the court, and it's Wilson Chandler and Plumlee and, and guys like that. And I look over at the bench, and we talk about on this on this show ad nauseum. Who's their big three in 2020? Who is it? It's Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. All three are sitting on the bench. Who's their highest paid guy right now? Paul Millsap. There he is sitting on the bench. And I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm going... Man, this seems like the time I'd be wanting to make hay. It just, it, 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 I was scratching my head. And I was scratching my head with, I, I mean, I like Will Barton, but Will Barton is one of those guys, when Will Barton's on, Will Barton should play 28 minutes. When Will Barton's not on, he shouldn't play 28 minutes. I mean, it, it, when did he finally get on the board? In the third? Yeah, and when you have 65 minutes from Chandler and Barton for a combined seven points, that's just not going to work. It Thank just you. isn't. Thank you. The Wills, the Wills killed him last night. They, they killed him. Both of them. Um, you know, Wilson Chandler struggled offensively. I thought he did a pretty darn good job on LeBron by himself, but struggled offensively, and so did Will Barton. And you, you need to get more out of him offensively to have a chance. So I, I get it. I understand your frustration. I thought they lost the game simply out of a bad first quarter. You give up 38 in the first and you dig that kind of hole, it's tough. I mean, you, you expend all of your energy just to get back in the yeah, game. Yeah, but they cut it to two after three. They cut it to two. I Again, mean, you expend all of your energy just to get back in the game. Yeah. Uh, if you take care of business early, and it was obvious to me that the Cavs came out, that was their game plan. Blitz them early because they knew that the Nuggets played the night before. Blitz them early, and they put 38 on the board. 38, it looked 
Looked like a redo of the third quarter in Dallas. Well, one team sat at the Ritz-Carlton on Monday night, or sorry, Tuesday night, and one team was flying back to Denver. I would expect the first quarter to go that way. That didn't surprise me. One team had, was rested. The other team was still trying to get its sea legs under them. I, I just was... Look, we talked about it yesterday with the message that was sent in the in the fourth quarter down in Dallas. And my point was, as long as it's it's consistent, I'm fine with it. All right, well, if a guy goes one for eight and scores three points, should he play 39 minutes? Sorry, 36 minutes? I played, it, played poorly. I don't I mean I don't understand it, that. In in hindsight, it's easy to say don't play him that many minutes, but during the course of a game, this is a guy that usually scores for okay. me. They needed scoring. And fine, you weren't sitting with me, so you're just gonna have to take my word for it. I sure. said it for an entire half. I yeah. just I we can we can call the person I was sitting with and ask him. No, I was I, driving but who him do you crazy. give those minutes to? Who do, I'm just curious. Who do you give those minutes to? If you if you sit Will Barton for the entire second half. Who do you give his Jamal minutes Murray to? played 27 minutes last night, and he got hurt okay. and, and got dinged in the head with four minutes to play. He played 27 minutes last night. All right. I'm more perplexed why Wilson Chandler is still clocking 36 minutes because, Vic, I agree he did, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, a fine job on LeBron, but LeBron still had nearly 40 in a triple-double. I mean, sure. It, it, if Wilson Chandler is going to hold LeBron to 39 and score three of his own, then he got outscored by 36. That's that's yeah. where my... More frustration well, checks in this and morning. Here's, here's the thing, Vic, and I'm, I'm gonna jump ahead to my hot take, but that's fine. We've once again fallen in love with veterans. That's what we've done. We're gonna play Will Barton because we trust him. We're gonna play Devin Harris because we trust him. And you're gonna sit- You wanna play Wancho? You're gonna sit the second year guy. Again, you're, the guy I think is the best player on the floor, or on the team, played 27 minutes. Not on the floor. Last night, we know who that was. Played 27 minutes. I have a problem with that. I, I'm so, I'm sorry, but we're falling in love with veterans in, in important games down the stretch when we're trying yeah. to get that eight seed. The exact same thing we did last year with Jameer Nelson. That's what's going on, and it bothers the, me. The second best player on the floor after LeBron was Nikola Jokic. He was phenomenal That's, last night. He was you know, great. And, and, and I don't want to hear people say anymore, oh, you know, let him be, let him play his game. The coach had a talking to with uh, Nikola Jokic yesterday. Pre-game, one-on-one, where he expressed his frustrations with Nikola's unselfishness, and he wanted him to be more aggressive. And guess what? That was Nikola Jokic being aggressive last night. Don't tell me it wasn't effective. Don't tell me that that style of play, what he did looking for his shot first, pass second, isn't better for the Nuggets. It is moving forward. They need him to play that way. They need that. Now, if the others had done their part, you're right. If the others had done their part, we're talking about a W last night. But that loss is much easier to swallow if they take care of business in Dallas. Then you're looking at it saying, well, you know, there's a Hall of Famer, a once-in-a-generation player who single-handedly beat you down the stretch. Now it looks like crap because they lost the night before. I agree with you, and I can I can stomach losing because LeBron James makes a shot when he falls into the stands and he banks it in. Okay, that's going to happen. You're right. So that's at least something you can stomach. Losing to a team that's intentionally trying to lose uh, is is tougher. I'm I'm with you. Big news right now. What the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? Big news right now. The shot you are referring to, Manchester, for those of you who uh, did not stay awake to watch it, the shot probably happened around 11.30 last night. 
The Nuggets down by three. 13 seconds to play. Need a stop to have a chance. And there's LBJ with the fallaway dagger. LeBron has it moved. Palms the basketball in his right hand. Six on the clock. Now he puts it on the floor against Wilson Chandler. Gets to the elbow. Fadeaway jumper. Got it! Oh, my goodness. The guy's unbelievable. You can't stop him. Five-point lead for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and that all but buries the Denver Nuggets. He took every shot in the final two minutes for the Cavs and seemingly made every shot. He was just on one of those runs where didn't matter who guarded him, he was going to make it. And, and you're right, I do contend maybe at that point you send two his way and just take the ball out of his hands. Big night for the Avs. They are in Columbus. We know what these games mean. We know what that Nuggets game meant. Every game is a playoff game. It's the Avs and Jackets tonight in Columbus. They just beat up on uh, Vegas last night. I got to see some of the game and, and their work and their competitive group, and so we're going to have to match their competitiveness. The Broncos reportedly in trade talks trying to deal Aqib Tlaib. We know Aqib's gone. Now the Broncos want to get something in return. A lot of teams just waiting in the wings saying, ah, we're not going to play this game. We know you want to unload that contract. Why give you anything? However... There are other teams, lesser teams, who understand that might be the only way to land Aqib to league. I remember talking to Aqib about his future on this show. Do you think you, do you, what about your future as a Bronco? Do you believe you'll be back next year? There's a chance I will be. And if I wasn't, it, it wouldn't be the most surprising thing in the world. I mean, it's, it's, you got you got three corners making making big money, man. That's, that's rare to have. Kind of up in the air, man. See, he knew. He knew back in January, first week in January, that was his final show with us. He knew exactly what was going to go down. The CU basketball team advances to the second round of the Pac-12 tournament. They take out ASU. Crazy finish, by the way, in that game. Jump pass up court, taken by Lazar Nikolic. He drives, throws the alley-oop, the catch, high above the rim, and the slam by Bay. There's your exclamation point with a buck 48 to play, and the Buffs on top by 13. So a last-second alley-oop that really got the ASU guys really mad. It was unnecessary. They stopped playing. They gave up the game, and uh, CU decides to send it home with an alley-oop. That led a couple of ASU players to uh, challenge the Buffs. And Tad Boyle runs out onto the court to prevent any fisticuffs. And in the process, completely blows out a tire. He he pulls a, a, a calf muscle. And uh, the way he described it, felt like somebody hit him with a golf ball in the leg. He thought it was a uh, an Achilles tendon. Thankfully, it was not that. But he's going to be injured. He's going to be in a boot, in a walking boot for today's game against Arizona. Let's talk more about CU and the rest of the college game, March Madness. Of course, the Avs, and uh, I contend the Nuggets season is in dire straits right now. 17 games to go, currently on the outside looking in. What do they need to do in those final 17? We'll discuss when we come back right here on Altitude 950. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top 10 cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Adventist Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. 
Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch. Watching, make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify, call the Colorado Media School right now, 303-937-7070, 303-937-7070. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun, because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. 
Altitude 950 traffic update. A rollover accident has shut down all lanes northbound Colorado Boulevard between 40th and I-70, a spot you want to avoid. You can use 40th West to steal as an alternate. Traffic brought to you by Compassion International. Park Avenue West is closed between Downing and 19th as crews continue to investigate yesterday's structure fire. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Devin Harris has it on the high left side. Throws it over to Jokic for three. Yeah! There you go. Jokic coming alive in the third quarter. Makes it a one-possession game. 89-87. Going to talk Jokic, my hot take here momentarily. Kyle Keep will join us later on to preview the Avs game tonight. You got the Vic Lombardi show here on Altitude 950. You were at the game, uh, Winchester. That's yes, sir. Name, by the way. Um, did the amount of, uh, here we go again. No. Here's Vic talking about the opposing fans. That didn't really surprise me because most of them, 99% of them were LeBron fans. Okay. Correct. It's like Michael Jordan. So I get last night. I was not at all peeved. That's why you didn't see any tweets. You didn't see any craziness out of me. I totally get why there were that many Cleveland fans at that game last night. Do you agree? Yes, I totally get it. I I honestly didn't really notice them all that much until the very end. And I actually think at the very end when LeBron was hitting shots, a lot of the noise was Nuggets fans too. Just oohing and on yeah, at that because point. Just respect. You could hear it in Kaz's voice when he was, uh, when you played the call in big news. Like it, it, you couldn't help but get excited. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he hit that one too. Yeah. So no, I, I, it didn't surprise me and it didn't bother me. I didn't think they were out of, uh, out of hand last night. The, uh, the text line, uh, the Nuggets also get zero help from the officials, uh, the referees. I don't want to hear about the refs this morning. Normally, nope. I'm not afraid to pull punches when it comes to refereeing, okay? The referees did not impact that game either way. If if this, the texter says they let Kyle Korver body up Wilson Chandler all the way to the rim, well, you know, my retort, if they're going to let them play physically, then the Nuggets have to play physically. They've got to do the same thing. Kyle Korver, uh defensive stopper? Give me a break. Come yeah, on, man. it's Kyle Korver. Like, no offense to the guy, he's been in the league a long time, yeah. but it's Kyle Korver. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't the Houston game where every time James Harden made a move, they they blowed the whistle. This is not the same deal. Kyle Korver wasn't very good last night, but, man, that one three he hit was from 30 feet. Deep. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was about to send a tweet right before that shot saying Kyle Korver has lost his fastball, three ball. Whatever ball he possesses, yeah. it's gone. Yeah. He's now just Ashton Kutcher. The ghost of Ashton, Ashton Kutcher walking around the court. Yeah, he That's what I consider him now. He couldn't hit anything, and then he hit a top-of-the-key 30-footer and just buried it. He and J.J. Those Redick are like the same person. It, it was obnoxious. those two possessions, guys, because the, the, uh, the Nuggets went empty. They actually grabbed a three-point lead when uh, LeBron re-entered the game. They were up three, and they went empty on four of five possessions. If they score on any of those possessions, I think it's a different game. I really do. Let's go. Uh Piping. Hot takes. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Again, you wake up this morning as a Nuggets fan, and the Nuggets are on the outside looking in. They are not in a playoff spot. 
The final spot currently belongs to the L.A. Clippers by mere percentage points. The Nuggets have the same record as the Utah Jazz. Back in January, late January, the Jazz were 13 games under 500. 13! And they've battled their way back. They've gone 18 and 2 since. Now tied with the Nuggets at 35 and 30. The Jazz aren't going anywhere. The Jazz are going to keep winning. The Jazz have found their mojo. So now the Nuggets are battling Utah and LA, the Clippers, for that eighth seed with 17 games to go. I'm going to make this prediction. This now after a wayward prediction by the Loins, who never miss. The Loins record falls to 133-1 and after missing last night. I promised to win, the Loins did, and they failed. But here's what I'll tell you. If the Nuggets get that same kind of production out of Nikola Jokic, and when I say production, not just the numbers, the attitude, the chip on the shoulder, the aggressiveness, everything goes through him. Like it or not, it goes through him. If that, if they get that kind of production for these last 17 games, the Nuggets are in. They're in. It's as simple as that. They needed that. They needed the Joker to be the Joker again last night. And here's what bothered me. I'll, I'll steal this from your hot take there. If you're going to make him the centerpiece, if you're going to work through him, by God, you through him in crunch time too. I didn't want anybody else having the ball in their hands. I wanted to go to Joker first, and then he decides where to go with it. So with a few minutes to play, when it was a two-point game, and Barton went one-on-one and missed everything, I felt the same way you did. Why isn't the ball in Joker's hands? He couldn't miss. 12 of 14, 13 rebounds, 36 points. I'm going to say that again. 12 of 14, he missed two shots. How much more efficient do you want a guy to play? 10 of 11 from the foul line. That's about as efficient an offensive performance as you can get. But it wasn't about the numbers. It was about the attitude. That talking to from Michael Malone. Like it or not, it worked. Here's my interview with Nicola after the game. Coach Malone said before the game that he spoke to you that he wanted you to be more aggressive. And it looked like you were more aggressive. Is that the result of your conversation with him? That's how the game opened up for me. So I just uh, took the body game. What game brings me? I had just a good game. I think we all we all rather have a, a win than my 30 points. I'll agree. They'd rather have a win than his 36. But I think Nikola Jokic is at that point, and the Nuggets are at that point. I don't want to hear anymore about taking what the game brings me. Sometimes you have to pull LeBron. Did LeBron take what the game brought him last night, or did he bring him to the game? You know what I'm saying? B. Sometimes you have to say, no, it's my team, it's my world, give me the ball, and I'll decide what to do with it. That's what I want out of Nikola Jokic for these last 17 games. If you get that joker, the Nuggets are in. Anything less, they're out. It's that simple. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. It's a huge game for the Avs in Columbus tonight. Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog, Miko Rantanen. Go get two points. This town could use that. But I want to hot take something different this morning. Diana Rossini from ESPN reports yesterday, there's been trade conversations ongoing between the Broncos and the Niners for Aqib to leave. It doesn't look like it's going to get done. Diana was told to leave, prefers to be released by Denver so he can choose his next team. His top choice is, wait for it, the New England Patriots, per sources. 
unless this trade was for Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm not interested. Why are the Broncos so bent on dumping Tlaib? He's the second best player on the team. What has he done wrong? Ripped off a chain? Got in a fight with Crabtree? Showed some fire? I, I Come on. He's your second best player and you're clearing cap space? Clear cap space with one of your old wide receivers who can't catch the ball anymore if cap space is that important to you. Don't cut your Pro Bowl future Hall of Fame corner and let him go to New England and potentially win another title there. Gosh, the Broncos have mismanaged this offseason already, and free agency hasn't even arrived. Trading Aqib Tlaib, cutting Aqib Tlaib would not be smart. You can think whatever you please. Keep gone. He gone. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. This will make you feel better about it, HW. Those decisions are being made by their absentee general manager. The man who doesn't seem to ever be at his job. I've talked a lot about it. Operations management class, Manette Bumpus, University of Colorado at Boulder. Sat three rows behind Vance Joseph in that class. Management by walking around. You need to be in the building. You need to be present. What's John Elway got on the docket this offseason? Free agency, the draft. Nope. He's preparing for the U.S. Senior Open. He's got his qualifier on May 28th. Hopes to play in the tournament June 28th through July 1st. Pick a job, John. You want to be a pro golfer or you want to be the general manager of the Broncos? Because your team is 5-11. and 11. Last year, they were an embarrassment. They lost eight games by 10 points or more, four by 20 or more, and your coaching staff is a mess. What job do you want, John? You want to be a pro golfer or you want to be the general manager of the Broncos? Pick one. I don't care which one you go with. The old reliable from Manchester. The old reliable hot take about making sure you're at the office. It's been a long time. Feels not, good to hear those words. Do you again. not agree? Well, he's clearly on the phone trying yeah. to trade to leave. Well, so he's, he's at least doing he, something. How's that gone? Yeah. So, poorly. so I, I'm to believe that anybody who plays golf is not doing their job. Not what that's, I said. That's what I'm to believe. That's not what I said. Well, pretty much that's what you said. Nope. Yes, of course is what As you he, said. No, not yeah. I don't care that he goes and plays a round at the Muni and kills a couple hours, gets in nine. I have a problem that he's trying to qualify for the U.S. Senior Open, and you have to spend a lot of time to get your handicap under 3.4. That's what I have a problem with. Yes, I have a, I have okay. an issue with that. And you know what? I had a problem with it last off season. And who was right? I was right. But would you have that same problem if everything were everything were roses? If no, they won games? Of course not. Same, of okay. course not. I mean, but if, so, if, so, if, if you're a boss and somebody is slacking and things are going fine, yeah, you're more likely to go, all right. If things are falling through the cracks, you know what you're going to say? <clears throat> hey, dude, spend a little more time at the office. I ripped him last year before the draft. Uh, you, should I pull up their draft from last year? We can go through that. Because he was yeah. he was in L.A. with Wiener Mama before the weekend before the draft. How'd they okay. do? How'd they do? All right. All right. Point taken. Point taken. <sighs> got, uh, Wiener Mama counted 728. On, on the text line, Vic, your point with Joker, look at McKinnon. Once they got rid of Duchesne, you could see McKinnon. Took the onus on himself. Give me the puck and let me take over because I can. He's exactly right. Texter, Jason, and Lakewood, you are exactly right. What Jay, what Nathan McKinnon has meant for the Avs, what he's done for the Avs in the last three months, is exactly what the Joker in these last 17 games has to do for the Nuggets. Hey, Vic, no more Mr. Nice Guy, man. No more. I, I, I don't care. I don't care about taking what the game brings you. I don't care anymore. Vic, take fun. the ball and deal with it. Final point on this. If uh, Jeff Breidich, Tim Connolly, or Joe Sackick was off doing this, what would people say? Okay. 
So do you monitor them every day? Do you, I'm, I'm just curious. Do you monitor hey, Breitich and Sackett? If Jeff, if Jeff the way Breitich you do comes stumbling out of a, a, a bar in L.A. on a Wednesday during the season when the team's not in L.A. and ends up on TMZ, I think we're talking about it. Watch it's, out. We don't, we don't hear. Not with Teflon. Teflon John gets the free pass. He can do whatever the hell he wants even when his team's 5 Beware, and 11. Beware, executives. Manchester's on the loose. He's going to track your every move. Better get hey. to work. Better get to work or you, he'll take your job. You better get to work or you better win. I'm going to start monitoring your minutes. You got the Vic Lombardi show right here on Altitude 950. Hey, guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Construction season is in full swing, and Brandon Sand and Gravel is ready and able to hire now. Paid training starts as soon as pre-employment is complete. So plan on attending the hiring event Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at Brandon Sand and Gravel at 5880 Lapan Street in Denver. Brandon has endless opportunities for all levels and will be performing on-site interviews and making immediate job offers. All offers are contingent on background check, drug screening, and physical. So make plans to attend the huge hiring event at Brandon Sand and Gravel Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at 5880 Lapan Street in Denver. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City? Don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive and best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7 and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's what's the latest? Well, we finished the 1961 Ferrari convertible that won a platinum award at Cavallino in Florida. It also won an award for the best restoration in the show. That's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's pretty much it, exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all those other major shows in this serious car collector world. That's impressive. Um, how long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here a while. And our guys are really the best around. If I look around, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We work on many different investment-level classics. We do everything under one roof. 
And you have a showroom with classics for sale? Yes, that's right. Look under Cars for Sale at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under Farland Classic Restoration. Doug Moe. He's bilingual, spoke English in profanity. The Nuggets all-time winning his coach. And a man who delivered his message his own way. Hell, we stand over there with our heads up. Hands up! His being would take over and Linda Blair would emerge. Get up! Just during games, I get all carried away. Radio broadcasts were the first X-rated broadcasts. Moe, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. Premiering Sunday, March 11th at 6 p.m. on Altitude TV. I just coach what I feel. If it's different from other people and other people don't like it, I can't do nothing about it. The Altitude 950 traffic update. In the heart of the rush hour right now, northbound I-25 is slowing from Ridgegate Parkway up through to Colorado Boulevard. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. On Colorado Boulevard, northbound, it is a rollover accident that shut down all lanes between 40th and I-70. May want to use 40th West to steal as your alternate. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child Sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Performance overall. Oh, I thought it was great. It was, uh, that's Nicole that... Uh, that we need, you know, are very aggressive, and obviously we called his number quite a bit, and he delivered for us, and he made big, big plays, and uh, you know, ran on the entire third quarter because he had a great rhythm going, and uh, you know, for him to go out there tonight and get 36 points, six assists, 13 rebounds, and to do it as efficiently, 12 or 14 from the field, is pretty remarkable. So uh, it's great to see Nicole play like that, and hopefully with 17 games to go, not that he has to put up those numbers every night, but you know, just a more aggressive Nicole. Is- Again, I, I cannot agree more with the coach, and he had a talking to with Nicola before that game yesterday. It's not just about the numbers, and the numbers were crazy. Missed two shots all night. Two. 12 of 14. He wants them taking 18 shots. He wants them taking 20 shots. What people need to understand about the game of basketball, everybody acknowledges that Nikola Jokic is a wizard passing, okay? You lose your penchant to pass if you're not a threat to score. It's not a hard concept to understand. If you're not a threat to score, people will suddenly cover those passing lanes a little differently. You have to score first, pass second. Fundamental part of the game. Last night, Nikola Jokic was more aggressive. They need him to be exactly that way for the rest of the season. End of story. No more excuses. No more coddling. No more baby talk. You can complain about the coaching. You can complain about the rotations. I get it. But they need an aggressive Jokic, that kind of aggressive, to have a shot at the playoffs. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Text line is hot. Hot. A lot of people reacting, of course, to Manchester's recycled hot take. How many times have you used that hot take, by the way? Ten? Eleven? Hey, it's not my fault Elway keeps deciding he has other things more important to do than his job. Uh, I'm going to keep banging that drum till he gets it right. H.W., read some on your end. Here's one I got. Yet another take that shows how badly Man Bun wants to be a GM. <laughs> well, you know what? If I was the GM, here's what I would guarantee you. I would show up at work. Uh, 3798, Manchester, that's the dumbest take I've ever heard. Do you spend 24 hours at your office? Have all U.S. presidents spent all their time at their offices? This is a virtual world. Okay, and it's the same argument Vic made last year when I was upset when... John wasn't in town the weekend before the draft, and I was told, hey, he's got a phone, he can do things. Uh, let me read you really quickly 
their 2017 draft. Garrett Bowles, okay. Demarcus Walker, Carlos Henderson, Brandon Langley, Jake Butt, mm-hmm. Isaiah McKenzie, D'Angelo Henderson, Chad Kelly. Uh, eight carries, 17 yards, six catches, 65 yards, one sack, and then a, Le- uh, left tackle who was pretty mediocre. That's what you got out of that group. But you know what? If you're he, listening here, he virtually somebody, scouted. If you need to hire a private investigator to um, ensure that your executive is working all hours, call Man Bun at 303-753-0950. He'll it's, take care of it for it's you. It's a double standard. We wouldn't let Jeff Breidich get away with this. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. So why what, does John Elway get away with it? I don't know what hobbies Jeff has. Maybe he collects toy soldiers. All that. I, I don't know what he does. Maybe okay. he's a card collector. You know what? I'll bet he. I'll bet he's in town doing his job, or he's with the team. He's not in L.A. stumbling mm-hmm. out of restaurants on a Wednesday night he's, during the season. He's my guy, Jeff. Should I just text him? See what he's up to? I mean, uh, I, from the, I, really, I'm off base here. That this bothers me. I, it, yeah, it bothers you to a degree. It bothers you because of the results. I get it. It would bother me okay. too if the results were always. Five and eleven. Let then me, I'd be like, okay, but you okay. can't hold the same standards. If one year they win and he does the same thing, and the next year they lose and what he does the same. What thing. What have they won without it has Peyton nothing Manning? To do with what he's doing off out of the office. What have, they, what have they won without Peyton Manning? He stumbled back backwards into that. Now, what have they done Dude, without do they, him? When Peyton Manning was at the height of Peyton Manninghood, did he ever play golf in the offseason? Just curious. Do you, do you know? Do you know about his golf schedule? Because I know he did. I know he did. Yeah, and I'll bet you. So I'll, where was the criticism? It was. It, it's the weekend before the draft, and he wasn't in town. The weekend before the yeah. draft, and look at the results. So here, here's an example. Here's a real world example. If your son decides for spring break, he's going to take the week before spring break, spring break, and the week after spring break. Mm-hmm. He's going to make it a three week just party palooza, and he gets straight A's. Do you say anything to him? No. Uh, no. If he gets a bunch of C minuses, do you say something to him? Of course I do. Okay, thank mm, you. Yeah. C's get degrees. Yes. That's my yeah. point. That's my point. Worked I don't care me. what the guy does if he gets results. His draft last year was abysmal. His draft almost every year has been abysmal. You might want to try a new approach. And my approach is show up at the office. What a novel concept. Uh, please, Manchester, says this texter, you could do your job from your bed. I'm essentially doing that right now, so I appreciate the acknowledgement. Um, some of the texters want to talk about... Ah, that guy gets a free pass. Some of the texters want to talk... Who, Elway? Uh, <laughs> He's got three rings. ...about how Michael Malone has re-implemented um, Paul Millsap. And I was thinking about this last night. I don't think this is the real Paul Millsap we're seeing. I think the injury is still bothering him. A couple times last night he was shaking his hand after he got hit. You could tell offensively he's not using his left hand. So it's almost unfair to evaluate Paul Millsap. But right now, just the way he's encumbered by that injury right now, where would you rank him in terms of who are the best Nuggets players? Who's who's the best Nuggets player, number one, all-around best player right now? Best? Nicole yeah. Jokic. Okay, who's number two? Jamal Murray. Who's number three? Gary Harris. Who? Well, first of all, I would flip those two around. Gary's better than Jamal all around. Uh, so where's Paul Millsap on this list? I'm fourth. just curious. Fourth or fifth? Which at the beginning of the fourth quarter put him on the bench right next to those other three. Okay, so he's fourth or fifth on that list. If your best player is Nikola Jokic and your second best is Gary Harris and whatnot, right now, I'm not saying... All time because I think I think Paul Millsap can play better and will play better when he's given uh, due time. But if that's the case, those dudes have to be taking over right now. Those dudes, nobody else. So this whole notion that Nikola has to defer to Millsap, why? 
Because he makes $30 million? Because he's the highest paid? I don't care how much you get paid. I don't care about your salary. Why? I don't defer to anybody. You can't defer this time of year. You start deferring this time of year, you're going to miss the playoffs. No, it's that simple. I'm with you, Vic, and you referenced it uh, during your hot take. There was a possession in the fourth quarter. It was late in the fourth quarter where Will Barton had the ball, top of the key, and he just dribbled, 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 never passed, drove into the lane and threw up a wild shot that didn't go in. And it's like, that's the possession here? That's what we're doing? That's the set? That's the play? I, you know, to me... Nikola Jokic has to touch the ball every time down the floor. Every time. Every and time. let him decide what he wants to do with yes. it. And, and if he decides the best play is throwing it back out to Will Barton, fine. Fine. But if you're going to run it through the guy, and here's where, listen, I agree with Michael Malone for having that talking to with Nikola. But if you're going to demand aggressiveness, then you have to demand that every player on that court understands the ball goes through Jokic all the time. If you're going to demand that out of your best player, then you better make sure that the other players understand what you're demanding. Do you, you, you get what I'm saying here? I'm totally with you. And I, the other question I would have about that possession I was just talking about, and it's a follow-up to what we talked about yesterday with the sending of a message and the benching, what happens to Jamal Murray if he does what Will Barton did? Just dribble, Probably dribble, 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 dribble. He gets yanked. Yeah. So it's like, well, what's the difference? Why? Why? Why yeah. do we, uh, it's double standards tend to bother me. Case in point, John Owen and Jeff Breidich. Seventeen games to go for the Nuggets. Again, with Utah right there, thirty-five and thirty, both tied. The one thing the Nuggets don't have that all these other teams in the Western Conference do possess is an extended win streak. If you look at the Western Conference standings, and this is where it's time. I know. Listen, seventeen game to go, ten of which are on the road. Mm. Seven in a row on the road. It does not bode well. I get it. But the only way the Nuggets make the playoffs, fellas, the only way at this point, they got to do what everybody else has done in the West. What New Orleans is doing, what Oklahoma City has done, what Utah has done, they have to rip off a few in a row. And I'm not talking three or four. Right. They need a win streak. Well, and that's, you know, just to bring it back to our other team locally right now, the Avs, that's what they did, right? They won 10 in a row yes. to put themselves yes. in position to make the playoffs. So I agree with you, Vic, but the conversation we had 22 hours ago of who do you trust more, the Avs or the Nuggets, I mean, I think we're just slowly but surely seeing that we probably trust the Avs right. a little more. I'm with you two weeks from day, today. We need to be talking about the Nuggets having won six out of seven. Let me give them to you really quick. Home against the Lakers, home against the Kings, at the Lakers, home against the Pistons, at the Grizzlies, at the Heat, at the Bulls. You can lose to the Heat. That's the game you can lose. Well, you, you, I'll, I'll make it simple for you. I'll make it really easy for you. You cannot lose another home game for the rest of the season. No, you can't. Wow. You I, can't. I agree. But it's really that simple. And yeah. you you have to beat teams like Memphis, Chicago. The Lakers are playing better, but the Lakers on the road. you got to beat teams on the road who aren't making the postseason. You have to. I just didn't. Because, dude, they have, the, they have the Wizards. They have the Raptors. Yeah. They have the Thunder. They have the yeah. Clippers. They have the T-Wolves. That's their other five road games. How many of those are they going to win? Toronto's 27-5 at home, by the way. They've got the best record in the East. Right. So, good luck with that. I mean, Washington is is a playoff team. The Sixers are playing better. The Thunder are battling for a playoff spot, and the Clippers are battling for a playoff spot. And so are the T-Wolves. Like that, those are the tough ones. You gotta can't win lose the, at home again. You gotta you win lose, the cupcakes. It, it's can't. go time. It's go time. Yeah. Uh, it's go time for the uh, Avs as well. They're in Columbus tonight. Uh, discuss what they need to do. Plus, 
the reports coming fast and furious about the Broncos parting company, parting ways with Aqib Tlaib, I'm not that upset about it. As much as I love doing the show with Aqib, love it. <laughs> this was very predictable. HW is going to lose sleep over it. Not me. I'll tell you why when we come back. It's Hoops Hysteria Time at Altitude 950. Coming up this Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Listen all day for the cue to call. Qualify and we'll randomly assign you to a tournament team. If your team makes the Final Four, you win tickets to see the Eagles at Coors Field. And if your team wins it all, you collect $1,000 cash. It's Hoops Hysteria, presented by Axiom Academy Home Inspector Training. Become a home inspector and you can earn upwards of eighty-five grand a year. Learn more at their free seminars and online. At academy.com. Hoops Hysteria. The qualifying starts Monday morning on the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles, but at Susbuick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Susbuick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Susbuick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or americanfinancing.net the official mortgage company of altitude 950 and MLS 182334 regulated by the division of real estate next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in central city don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks do what i do take i70 to the central city casino parkway it's a quick easy scenic drive and best of all it's a modern four lane highway central city offers everything you need hotels dining bars open 24-7 and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty, cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Kevin Flush here from Flush Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flush Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. 
Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rael de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rael de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Rael de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at RaelDeMinasRestaurant.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A rollover accident has shut down all lanes northbound Colorado Boulevard at 40th, right between 40th and I-70. You may want to use 40th West to steal as an alternate. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Slowing westbound C-470 Bowles to Morrison Road, I-25 southbound, very slow Broadway to Hamden. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child Sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You know, LeBron wants the ball every time down the court, especially in crunch time. Do you want it the same way? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yes, uh, if, if we have a good game, probably yes, uh, but, uh, it's kinda, it's kinda weird not playing the same uh, way. We, he's different, uh, posi- I mean, it's, it's not the same. Thing, different so. animal. You could hear, you could hear him thinking through that question, right? Cause there's no right answer. I probably, the way I asked it, the way I framed it, I didn't try to challenge him. I just wanted to see where where his head was at the time because yesterday Michael Malone told Nikola Jokic he wanted him to be more aggressive. So at the end of a game, again, it's not all on, on Jokic. If they want him to be more aggressive, then his teammates have to ensure that he gets the ball. He couldn't miss in the fourth quarter, okay? Little jump hook, little dipsy-doos, he was making everything. If I'm running the point, I'm making sure every single time down the court, he's touching the ball. Every single time. That didn't happen, and that bothered me. I 100% agree with you, Vic. Text line, Jokic needs to be aggressive and run the offense. In the 16 games before Millsap returned, they were 13-3, and nearly 15-1. and And we get that. We've talked about that. We've talked about it. There's nothing wrong with being greedy down the stretch. Greed works in the NBA. It certainly did for the Cavs last night. I mean, they knew who they were going to, and I get it. It's you, you got the best player on the planet. Yes, I it's, understand. it's unfair, and that's why I felt bad even asking the question. That's like asking, "Hey, do you want to be like Kobe?" Of course. All right, so let's not be let's not be idiotic and stupid and moronic and all that business. I get it. But, Two different players. One is twenty three years old. I'm talking about the mentality. Do you want that mentality? Do you want to be the guy? But the end of that game was sort of the epitome of the NBA, right? It was the star got the ball, the star made the plays, the star's team 
one. And That's, everybody else sat around and watched. Well, yeah. and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but LeBron traditionally has struggled in Denver. Uh, he put some of that to bed last night. He was, he was phenomenal. You know, that's the other thing. You just said it about the NBA. I'm watching the Lakers and Blazers last week, and in the fourth quarter, every single Portland possession went to Damian Lillard. He yeah. had 18 in the fourth. You watch the Houston Rockets late. Every possession goes to the beard. You know, we want to play this pretty game, and I get it. Every coach wants to play this. Everybody unselfish, pass the ball, get the open shot. But this league is so one-on-one, give it to the star, and let the star dictate the outcome. That's what it is. It is in the playoffs. That's, without, it is what it is. Without a doubt. And so the Nuggets need to develop that guy. My point last year and this year, and not to belabor it, has been the same. I want to develop who that guy is going to be and have it be somebody who's going to be here in 2020. That's that's my Jamal Murray point. That's my Gary Harris point. That's my sure. Joker point. Like you got to develop that guy and have it be somebody who's going to be here long term. Hockey's a little different because obviously the puck moves so fast. You can't just go one on one. But if you had to pick one ab player, who do you want? Who who do you want the puck on what stick in crunch time? Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, you yeah. want it on his stick. Simple. And and he does. He wants he wants the puck on his stick. So it works both ways. Coming up in the uh, 9 o'clock hour, we'll visit, I'm sorry, the 8 o'clock hour, we'll visit with Kyle Keefe uh, to preview preview the Avs tonight in Columbus. Right now, let's go to the phone line, 303-753-0950, 303-753-0950. Johnny wants to talk about that Nuggets game last night. What's up, Johnny? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, morning I'm, to you. I'm a long-time, good morning, I'm a long-time season ticket holder. I've talked to you guys a couple times. I have a couple comments. First of all, um, as a season ticket holder, I they do. I, I totally agree with you guys that they've got to get a win streak and they've got to win every game at home because we certainly don't want to be seventh or eighth. Although, if they are, it does give the team experience. But as a season ticket holder, I've dealt with too many seventh and eighth seeds and then gone in that first round, which I particularly don't want to see. Yeah, listen, hey, two, Johnny. Let me stop you. Hold yeah. on, let me stop you right there. Yeah. I, I agree. You're going to get drilled if you go seven or eight. I, I get it. I think everybody understands that. But the the experience and just the fact that the playoffs return to Denver and you're in that atmosphere, so that beats every. That trumps it all. You have to be in the playoffs just for that alone. So go on. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. No, that's you are true. But I've I've been around forever, and it's just, they're just tough to see sometimes. Sure. But um, well, the other thing I've been watching lately is especially last night. These guys have got to play better team defense because I I didn't I saw so many times last night where especially Lyles gets burned on that fake shot where he jumps up in the air and then the guy drives to the basket and they get burned too many times so they got to play much better defense and then lastly I'm not sure if you guys saw this on ESPN.com but when the Nuggets beat the Cavs last week there was nothing on ESPN.com about that win last night's game. Front and center that LeBron James won the game. It's yeah. it's unbelievable at the bias out there. That's a star driven league. I get it. I wasn't. Yep. I, I saw. I watched Sports Center last night. It was the lead story and LeBron here. I get it. I get. I, and I'm not going to blame ESPN for chasing that story because it it is what it is. They carried the game. The star player won the game. Now had the Nuggets won the game and Nikola Jokic made shots down the stretch or Gary Harris, perhaps they wouldn't spend as much time. On the story, but I get it. I know why. It is what it is. Thank you for the call, Johnny. I appreciate Thanks, it. And I agree with everything you say. I, 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 let me add to that though. 
you got to make the playoffs just for the sake of making the playoffs. All right. I know if you play the Rockets in seven games, you're not going to win. Listen, we're not dumb here. If you play Golden State in seven games, you're not going to win. But the experience of being there, the experience of being in that kind of atmosphere, taking the shots with packed houses and the, just the intensity, man, you can't, you can't find that anywhere. You can't replicate that. Did you guys, by the way, get the feeling the way LeBron came out in the Cavs? Did you guys get the feeling LeBron treated that game last night as if it were the seventh game of an NBA Finals? He just had that extra bounce, that yeah, intensity. They just went to his barn and beat him, so it doesn't surprise me in the least. But real quickly, Vic, I, I want to get your thoughts on something you just said. Do you, so you think it, like there's a symbolic aspect of making the playoffs for this team? Well, it's more than symbolic. It's everything, of course. Next step is the playoffs. Yeah. What what are our expect, expectations of the playoffs? If you do not make the playoffs this season, and listen, this may go against everything everyone in our organization believes, it's not it's it's not a successful season. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, you well then call me greedy. The expectations. I want them to make the playoffs, but I want them to win a playoff series. They're still only two games back of a six seed, which we all talked about yesterday. They can still win a playoff series. I, I don't. Think what do you think? You're gonna next year all of a sudden you're gonna grow to the point where. You're going to win three playoff series without it. You have I, to get I didn't there. say that. I said you should win one playoff series this year. That should be I the don't, goal. I, that'd be great, but I don't disagree that getting into the playoffs and getting that experience is vital. But I'm going to have the same argument with you that I did last year. It doesn't do you any good to get into the playoffs and get Jameer Nelson playoff experience. It doesn't. No good. I, I, I don't think you understand how everybody on the team, on the roster, getting there, Grinding to get there and then playing there, even if you don't play in the game, no, you gain valuable no. experience. So they don't need to get Devin Harris more postseason experience. They don't. They don't. They need to get Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Nikola Jokic playoff experience. That's what they need. You know, I guess what bothers me most with 17 games to go, we still have too many damn questions. You know, like who's going to take over the team? You know, why? Why is this guy playing? Why is this guy not? And yeah. when you have this many questions, it's never a good thing. It's it just isn't. You, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have these kind of questions with a month to play. Fair? Very fair. But I think it's also fair to say part of the reason they have this question these questions is because their star acquisition in the offseason missed the majority of the season. Yeah. That does that does give them a little bit of a pass on and, why they're and, still and as of now, hand, yeah. And and as of now, and, and I'm gonna be blunt and honest and open, and you guys watch the games, as of now that star player, your highest paid player, is not even your third best player. Correct. As of now, he's not playing. I, that's not Paul Millsap. Let me let me be on that. What we're watching right now is not Paul Millsap. He's not using his left hand. I'm, I don't want to make excuses for him, but that's not Paul Millsap. And perhaps we had expectations that went to because of the contract, right? Because of the thirty million a year, our expectations were too high. No, hey man, if you're making thirty million dollars, the expectations aren't too high. They should be high. They're but, not. Do I have to? I mean, we understand that the contracts are all out of whack in that game right now. Anyway, right? We we get that. We get that that he's not truly a thirty million dollar man. Just like most guys that make these kind, there are four or five max contract players out there, and everybody else is sort of enjoying the fruits of the NBA. You get that, right? Yeah, I sure. totally understand. LeBron's it, a max course. player. Kevin Durant's a max player. James Harden, Steph Curry, they're max players. I mean, you got a handful of max players, and everybody else is just enjoying the money. 
That's just what it is. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't, I don't disagree with that, but that's why the expectations are there. Nobody's going to feel sorry for someone who makes $300,000 every game. When we come back, our power five question of the day. This one, uh, wow, there's a, there's a connection to J.R. Smith here and not what you might think. Plus a story I read in the Denver Post today that's just bothering me. And, and it's not in the rundown. We weren't going to talk about it, but I'm looking at it right now. And it's causing me bother. I'll explain on the other side. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. The puck drops at 5 o'clock with the pregame show. Get away at 435. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Jokic has come to play tonight. Home of the Avalanche. And the Cobra continues to strike. And the push for the playoffs. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Those plays you made down the stretch were all great plays. The AM one, the step back three, and then the two mid-range fadeaways were big-time shots. So, you know, he went out and won the game, and uh, hats off to him. That's Mason Plumley last night. You know, I'm getting a lot of these texts and tweets. Uh, this one from Damon. Uh, Until the Nuggets buy in on the defensive end of the floor, they'll never make the playoffs. Hey, if you don't play team defense, you don't play team defense. You are what you are. This 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 team is no worse defensively than Doug Moe's teams of the 80s. And they just went about it differently. They just outscored you. They just outran you. They just out fast break you. And if that's who you are, be who you are. I'm sort of tired right now with the whole play defense thing. They, they, they can't. They're not a defensive team. Are they, who they are. Are they worse defensively than Houston? I mean, you know what? Houston has more veterans on the team, so they get the nuances of defense. But athletically, they're the same damn thing. Exactly. Exactly. You just you got to embrace who you are. I, I'm, I'm with you on that as well. Uh, you know, Scott talks about it, Hastings. You, you'll hear him say it on his show. Score 120 a night and you'll win. If they scored 120 the last two nights... They win both games. Both games. Just do it. <laughs> if it means completely uh, caving in on the defensive side and just spending all of your time trying to become a, a better offensive team, then do it. Well, it's tough to succeed when you're doing things out of character, right? So out for them, team defense is somewhat out of character. Yeah. Trying to be an offensive juggernaut is not. So you know, do that. You're right. I mean, oh, they're not rotating properly. Oh, you know, they're... It, the pick and roll, the high pick and roll is killing them. You know what? You're not with 17 games to go. Do you think you're just going to fix it now? You, you, you think you're going to the lab today right. and practice? We're going to fix the pick and roll defense right now. It, you're not going to. It's over. You are what you are defensively. Well, you don't have the dog in you to play team defense. So just scrap that and let let's roll. And that style worked when they went 38 and three at home. It just did. It worked at altitude. They went 38 and three at home a handful of years a handful of years ago. Hey, before we get to our Power Five, so on the uh, front page of the Denver Post Sports, big story here. Denver Coliseum, a black hole for shooters. Why high school Final Four games, why are they being played there? Apparently a lot of the young kids complaining that it's hard to shoot the basketball at the Coliseum because of the background and it's dark and dank. Wah. Come on, man. It's a basketball court. It works for both. Do they get changes for each team? They're, you're shooting on the same type of rim each way. 
So it's harder to shoot. Give me a break. It's a trans, really? it's a transition if you play at Coors Event Center, if you play at Pepsi Center, cause it's a big arena. It's not like a I high school I don't want to hear oh, these cried. I mean, yes, is it harder to shoot? I just played there on Saturday. It is harder to shoot there. Okay. But that applies to everybody, not just certain people. Quit crying about the venue and go play. Put some comfort no, puppies in the locker room. It's, and a, it's a depth exactly. perception. Yeah, maybe thing. they need comfort puppies on the floor. No, it's There's a total a depth puppy. perception thing. It's the reason they shouldn't play NCAA tournament games in football stadiums either. Yeah, I don't care, dude. It's a basketball court with a basketball rim and make it, make the, the shot. I don't, I don't care where it's played. I'm with the kids on this one. They're probably fatigued. Of course you're with the kids. Yeah. Maybe they're fatigued. Yeah. Uh, from the text line, Vic, can you tell Malone just to focus on offense? I could tell him anything. Malone is a defensive coach. Yeah, and listen, I applaud coaches who try to make it work defensively. But sometimes, when you take a step back, you are what you are. Defensively, this team seems to be in shambles. Okay? How many times do opposing teams run the same damn play? And they can't stop it. So embrace who and what you are. Score 120 a night, just like Scott Hastings suggests, and you'll have a chance to win more games. So what you're saying is stop trying to force a square peg in a round hole. Wow, are you gonna, I mean, you gonna trademark of, that? Sounds like Paxton Lynch to me, but yeah, I don't mm, know. Gosh. Time now for our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. How are you doing, Happy? I'm Bob Barker. Looks like you and I are going to be playing together today. You know what's driving me crazy? You not getting the ball in the hole. Push me, Bob. Now's not the time. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. All right, let's go. Do you like that, old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. Ah, yes. Bob Barker and Adam Sandler rolling around on a golf course. Can't get better than that. (laughs) So yesterday, the reason we played that drop, yesterday I'm uh, over at Pepsi Center before the Nuggets and Cavs. During the Nuggets, uh, the Cavs shoot around, and I uh, start talking to J.R. Smith. And uh, we're we're talking hoops. We're talking about soup. We're talking about a variety of subjects. And uh, we get to golf because he's a uh, big-time golfer. When he was here, he'd show up at, at... City Park. For those who listen to play at City Park might remember J.R. Smith, just a single, showing up to play golf on his own, joining a foursome. He loves the game, plays every day in the off season. I asked him, so what's your, uh, what's your handicap? Four handicap, which shocked me. That's damn good, dude. J.R., a self-taught, self-made four handicap on the golf course. Rather impressive. Which leads to our question of the day, H.W. Yeah, in honor of Vic talking to J.R. Smith about his golf handicap, we want to know, living or dead, who do you want to play golf with? Hit us up on the Altitude 950 text line, 30933. Living or dead, who do you want to play golf with? We've got Nuggets and Kings tickets on Sunday, March 11th, this Sunday, 3 o'clock start. Keep in mind, no matter who you're playing with, when you're out there, 50-50 shot, you bump into John Elway. Knew that was coming. Knew that was coming. So who would you want to play golf with? Dude, I'd love to play with Barkley, even though it'd be hard to watch. Just right, the that'd jokes. Be fun. Just the jokes from Barkley and just the, uh, the four hour experience. The golf game would suffer though. Anybody who plays and you play with a guy that's got a weird swing or just a weird mannerisms or just 
hacks it up, it affects your game no matter what. You and you, I always go with the I won't watch them when they swing because it gets in your head. Yeah. You just get you got to look down. You got to oh, I'm going to watch for the ball and help you out. I'm I'm not I'm not watching you swing the club. For example, when I played with HW last year, and we all knew the ball was going left as soon as impact was made, just straight left. It was so hard to watch by the end of the round. If I remember correctly, we played in like a charity tournament. I think I made some big putts for us down the stretch. <laughs> but straight left. I wasn't I our tried, biggest asset off the tee. I'll give you that. I tried to give you advice, and you would not heed it. Maybe you next time. Maybe next I should have brought a puppy. <laughs> give me my safe space. I think it would be cool to play with Peyton Manning. I just, I think that, that would, would be, be cool. fascinating. Have you done that before, Vic? I have not, no, but, you know, he's always playing at Augusta. I mean, he's got the, uh, he's got the golden ticket for Augusta National. Man, would that be something? Play with Peyton at Augusta National. I know Stokely's always there with him. Damn it. Yeah, that's some, uh, that's some dream, dream list, I guess, whatever the hell wish don't, list. Don't ask yeah. Manchester because he doesn't play golf. Yeah, and he, he's not really chiming in on this. Yeah, one. he's not. He's, he's noticeably silent here. He doesn't like anybody playing golf. Do you want to play so. golf with John? I'm actually you know, thinking. You'd rather about, play putt putt. I'm thinking about who I'd like to carpool to work with. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking about. Uh, you know, rather than, hey, how can I go kill six hours? Hey, John, do you want to trade us a keep to leave? I don't know. Let me call you back at the turn. I mean, the free pass. I don't understand it. The guy's never at the office. He never works. This is from a texter regarding my hot take on the Denver Coliseum. Vic, I'm a high school basketball coach. It's impossible for kids these days to make that adjustment there. Sad. Uh, I get it, but as a shooter, they don't have the confidence to shoot at the Coliseum. And I guess my retort is this. Yeah, I, I get it. It's hard to shoot there. It's very hard, but it's hard for everybody. So I, if it were an advantage for particular teams or players, if you're an inside team, I guess, and you don't rely on your jump shot, do you have an advantage there? Yes. Them are the breaks, man. So is that going to be your pregame speech to the boys? Guys, we're at the Coliseum. We're a jump shooting team. We're done. We're toast. Let's just go home right now. What are you going to say? They've, you, play, they've played these games at the Coliseum, maybe not the final, but games at the Coliseum for decades. For years. Years. They decades. Played, you're right. They played this isn't nickel. new. You know, th- this is a product of... Of, of, of the catering of youth basketball. Everybody's got to cater. I think we should set up Manchester and Cliss over at City Park. Ooh, that'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. You know what's harder? You know what's harder than the Coliseum for shooters? Go to any playground where they have the double rim. Mm-hmm. You know the, you know the rim I'm talking about. And a chain net? Exactly. Go to the double rim. Take a few shots there and then tell me what's harder. The Coliseum or the double rim? Maybe that's where, if you're a high school coach, if you're that coach, listen, take your team out to practice at the Double Rim Alcott Park on 40th and Tennyson. Go there today. Take a few shots there, and I guarantee you'll crush it at the Coliseum. Is that in the Highlands? We're going to go to break before I explode. How about the driveway hoop where it's an 8-foot hoop from the corner and a 12-foot hoop from top of the key? (laughs) That's the worst. (laughs) Oh, that is the absolute worst. I had a buddy of mine who had a court like that, and he had it mastered, by the way. He knew exactly where and how to shoot. Home court advantage. (laughs) Oh, I guess we're going to have to get Coach, uh, what was the coach in Hoosiers? Went out and measured that. uh, Norman Dale. Yeah. Marvin Dale. Here's what I'll do for you, Coach. I'm going to have Marvin Dale. I'll have him go out there and measure the Coliseum rims. Before you called him today. Marvin twice. It's Norman Dale. Norman. Bob like Norman, well, Oklahoma. My movie, it's Marvin, okay? <laughs> you can call him Norman all you want. For me, it's Marvin Dale. 
You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Thursday edition of Crackman and Harris, a short show, so we're gonna pack it tight. We got Micah Nori, assistant coach from the Nuggets, joining us. We'll ask him about the playoff push and more. Plus, we will lead you right up to the Avalanche versus the Blue Jackets. Will the Avs catch the Wild? We'll check in with Mark Moser ahead of that game, alive from Columbus, and then hand off to Mark Bertinoli. At 435, it's Crackman and Harris, the Thursday edition. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Hey guys, listen up. We all love those hearty home-style meals. You know, the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's get real. We aren't going to just cook that up. That's why I get my home-style meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic for Black Eyed Pea. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south or their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with home-style gravy. Nine wonderful front-range locations and all locally owned. Great value, great food, and great service at the home-style Black Eyed most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. In the Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. Northbound Colorado is closed between 40th and I-70. Due to an accident, may want to use 40th West to steal as an alternate. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Park Avenue West is closed between Downing and Clarkson. You have an accident eastbound 6th approaching Calumet and very slow traffic northbound I-25 approaching the Thornton Parkway where there's an accident clearing off the right lane. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And now there's a bunch of guys getting each other's faces, and Tad Boyle goes running out there to separate the players. And Tad hurt himself. Tad hurt himself, but he jumped down on the court. He's pulling the buffs away right now. Tad is getting help coming off the court right now. That was crazy what happened at the Pac-12 uh, tournament. Tad Boyle, if you did you guys, first of all, did you watch that game or any highlights from that game? I only saw yes. the highlights at the end of it. Uh, yeah, I saw the highlights. It was going okay. on during the middle of the day, and I work unlike John Elway. All right, yeah, but you're at the television. So CU has the game won. It's a wrap. They beat ASU for the second time this year. And if ASU makes the tournament, man, the selection committee's a joke because they don't deserve to be in. No. But whatever. So CU beats ASU. It's a double-digit lead. Closing seconds, ASU concedes the game. They surrender. CU decides to go with the game-ending alley-oop. Why not? Let's rub it in. Before we get further, what do you think about that? Bad sportsmanship? Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, you really should just dribble out the clock. I yes. get it. I mean, yes. you should. But it's also, you know what? They throw the alley-oop, they dunk on you. You got your butt beat. That's yeah. why Arizona State's mad. But I mean, what do you think happens? As soon as it's done, as soon as McKinley Wright sets up Tyler Bay for the oop with seconds, what do you think happens? Then the ASU guys go ballistic. One of their players, Trey Holder, takes exception, shoves Bay, they go toe-to-toe, and here comes Tad Boyle trying to keep things in order. He runs off the bench, and as he's running toward his players, he looks behind him. The way he described it afterwards, it felt as if somebody hit him in the calf with a golf ball. Uh, my brother had a similar injury recently. That's why I bring it up. And he blew his tire. He blew his calf muscle, just gone, ripped. He thought it was his Achilles, but it was his calf. So today, Tad Boyle will coach with his walking boot. He is injured. See, I've got no problem with the alley-oop, though, Vic, because isn't it to set the tone for the game against Arizona today that they have to win? Uh, you You don't need to send a message to Arizona by rubbing it in on Arizona State. Was the shot clock running down, or could they have dribbled it out? I don't know. That's I, I don't know the you don't need to do that is all I'm saying. And I think if they had to do it over, I think the message from Tad to his players, you don't need to do that. Well, it's a team that obviously doesn't know what to do when they're winning. Well, hmm. now you're taking it a step Well they and then, beat, and then all they beat I, ASU twice this year. What are you talking about? Well, you just said ASU is not very good. But I, I I I all I hear about is oh it's a young team, it's a young team, it's a young team. Tad Boyle had to come running out there because George King started getting into fisticuffs with seven seconds left when you have a game today against Arizona, and would, he's a senior. So how about keeping your, your head? Will you eat your words on Tad Boyle if they beat Arizona today? Are I gave him my hot take yesterday. I gave him a two-game two game chance here. Go out and okay. prove it. They're halfway if, home. If they can beat U of A today, 
Will you come on this show tomorrow, and I will take a bunch of words on paper, and I want you to physically eat those words? Yes, I will. Great. I, I will. cannot wait. I will write down words, random words, <laughs> on sheets of paper, and I want you to eat and swallow those words. It has to be words I like. Balderdash, Teflon, Poppycock, Sloan's Sloan's stuff Lake. like that. Yes. Good. Yes. Hey, coming up at 8.30, three questions to glory. You know how this game works. You call the show, 303-753-0950. You pick a subject, a sport, a team, whatever it may be. We ask you three trivia questions, top of our head, if you get them all three. All three of them right, you're going to the Nuggets-Lakers game tomorrow night at Pepsi Center. See how easy that is, guys? Yeah, it's our last pair of Nuggets-Lakers tickets, 303-753-0950, if you want to get in line uh, three questions to Gloria always gets a little interesting. Uh, some of the, uh, texts coming in regarding our Power Five question, who would you love to play golf with? Um, I sidled up to J.R. Smith, talked golf yesterday. I'd love to play with J.R. to be honest with you. Wouldn't you love yeah. to dig into J.R. and That'd see, be fun. you know, what was he going, what soup was it? He did not reveal it. You know, how did you come about filling Kenyon Martin's car with popcorn? What gave you that idea? I'd love to visit with J.R. for an entire round of golf. Uh, some of the suggestions coming in, uh, Adriana Lima, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. or Hannah Jeter. Who's Hannah Jeter? She's got a last name. That's Adriana's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I not familiar with Hannah Jeter, though? She was probably Hannah something else. Okay. Uh, this is a good one. I'd like to golf with O.J. Simpson. You know what? I think that would be fascinating. It would be. It Beyond would be fascinating. fascinating. No, no, that'd be good. It sounds a little dangerous. Oh, he's not going to. Do anything. The Jews? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's never done anything in the past, right? Don't live life so scared, dude. What do you think he's going to do to you? He's going to play golf. I golf with Flea from Chili Peppers. That's random. Why? <laughs> it's random. So random. Flea from the Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers has never been mentioned I, on it, this show. It, that would probably be down in the millions <laughs> on my list. Uh, Morgan says my choice would be Chichi Rodriguez. Not sure if Chichi can can swing it like he used to, but that'd be fun. Vic, who's the coolest person you've ever played golf with? Uh, what do you mean by coolest? Like I you, played, you've been like kind of starstruck. Like oh, I, I played with Barkley. I played with Barkley in Arizona before he went through the shanks. Really? Yeah. This was a long time ago. Was he any good? He was really good. Really good. I mean, shot in the seventies, low eighties all the time. He was really good. Man. And then it just it went away. Just it, lost it's crazy it how it works. Yeah. A lot of good golfers that have come through town. Very good golfers. I mean, David, does David Duvall count? He's a guy who shot a 59. Yeah. Once. Great golfer. He was the number one ranked player in the world at one point. Of course, he definitely one, counts. One texter says Justin Timberlake and he is good too. Yeah. You know, you know who my, all right, if you're going to do dream foursomes, Justin Timberlake, Steph Curry, who's also a scratch golfer and Tony Romo, who's a scratch golfer. That would be awesome. Yeah, but you'd, man, you'd be the guy holding everybody up, wouldn't you? That's true. That would, that would, you would struggle. How has nobody said Jordan yet? Jordan's gotta be on the list. I saw Jordan and Barkley. I didn't play with him, but I saw them, uh, we did a story on Barkley as he was playing with Jordan. And you know what, what makes Jordan a fascinating golfer? He talks trash, man. Yeah. He brings it on the golf course. There'd be some gambling involved. You'd have some good mm-hmm. stories to tell. Uh, this guy says, I would want to play with Morgan Freeman and Anthony Hopkins and just commentate and narrate for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Peyton Manning seems to be the default answer by now. Another guy says, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
I don't get that. You know who I played golf with once in Arizona that was weird? That was just, I, this guy in golf didn't, Sean Bradley. Do you guys remember Sean Bradley? Seven yeah. foot six yeah. inch Sean Bradley. BYU he these, kid. He had these custom made clubs that were taller than me. It was weird watching him swing. He was pretty damn good. Don't you think it'd be fascinating to be in a group with Trump, Obama, and I don't know, fill in the blanks. Bush, Clinton. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fascinating. Doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, that would trying be to keep, interesting. Trying to keep Trump from cheating. <laughs> You've heard the stories, right? Yeah. You yeah. have heard the stories. Are you a foot wedge guy? Dude, don't, I mean, I am all about the rules of golf. If you're playing competitive golf, you don't mess around. Obviously, you don't play competitive golf. So the fact you even brought that up is demeaning. Well, what I, about like I the licorice you. thing when you're in a charity tournament? I mean, I've, I've seen you That's use stupid. that licorice I hate that. before. I hate it. I hate, I hate the rope thing. I hate the licorice thing. I hate all those things. Oh, Just yeah. play golf. Yeah, God forbid it's for charity because yeah. <laughs> we're out here qualifying for the U.S. Senior Open with John. <laughs> At Highland Hill Don't trying to raise the money. Oh, that's right. You held a tournament with licorice and rope. Oh, I, I forgot this. about it. I hate this. I want to be out here pure. Well, you know how much I hate that stuff. Come on. I don't need a six-foot right. rope. So if I hit it six foot to the hole, it counts as a birdie because of that yeah. stupid rope. If you want to give us... Finish- is this field day for everybody? If you want to give us 120 bucks for I'll that rope, I'll just give you yeah. the money. I would rather give you the money than use that rope. In well, fact, you should you should give that option at the beginning. You want to just give us the money? I'll give you the money. I want to play golf. We'll keep that in mind in June. Please do. Please do. Christopher <laughs> Walken. Did you see Walken at the Oscars? Man. I didn't. No. Oof. Rough. Well, I mean, he's he's an older gentleman now. He's not Christopher Walken. Well, he's still Christopher Walken. Christopher Plummer was there. He's 88. He looked fine. He's got old. One, one thing I noticed about Christopher Walken, his tie went way beyond like his trouser belt line. I mean, he was like five inches too long. Who the hell tied his tie? Has anybody mentioned Tiger? Nobody's got Tiger on their group? Mm. Tiger wouldn't talk. Yeah. If you got Tiger to talk, it'd be great. But I don't think Tiger would say much. You know, I did play. God, his name's escaping me. Back when Castle Pines had the international rolling, they would have pro-ams with select players. Played with Sergio. Sergio was great. But at the time, he had the yips going. Remember when he'd re-grip and re-grip and re-grip and yeah. re-grip, and you'd be like, come on, Junior. Uh, but he was a great guy. I'm sure the, you said that to him. Yeah. The dude who I, I played an entire round with him. God, what the hell was his name? He's the son of a former pro. He's, he won a, he's won a couple tournaments. Kevin Stadler. No, 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 no. Yeah, the, name will come to me. the name will come to me. He did not say four hours of golf now, four and a half hours. Do you know how many words he said to us, the three other players, maybe three or four words? How much of a jerk do you have to be not to speak to your playing partners for four hours? Well, Think about that for a second. Apparently, two of them were not his name because you don't remember who the heck he was. God, it, it'll come to me. It's just one of those things. I couldn't believe that. Four and a half hours, not even a word. Give us From a hint. All you know is his dad. It's a junior. Was a... He's got a junior in his name. He's won a couple. Now he's bald. He shaved all his hair. I can't remember his damn name. It'll come to me. Don't worry about it. Our at least textures. you didn't get in a fight with him like Happy Gilmore and Bob Barker. Our texters are good at helping out. We'll, we'll get this answer. Could have been ugly. And then people need to get on the line, right? we got three questions of glory coming up. Can you fathom playing, spending four hours with another human and that person not talking to you? Three hours every day, I yeah. want to not talk. 303-753-0950. Three questions to glory is next. Nuggets, Lakers tickets. Three questions. We ask them, you answer them, for a chance to go to the Nuggets, Lakers tomorrow night. That's next on Altitude 950.
Today, Junior? is the home of the Abs and Nuggets playoff push. He hit the door off, hit one on one. Takes a three-pointer. And right now, every game is critical. Only one station brings you the analysis, the players, the coaches, the games. G-Muddy again dials it up with deep point. And the tickets. The home of the Abs and Nuggets. Altitude 950. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Hi, we're here at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood, Colorado. I'm joined by Jack Farland, the owner. So, Jack, you guys work on classic cars, right? That's right. We restore and service classics. We also buy, sell, and consign. So then what's up with this Cadillac Escalade right here? Well, we do over-the-top detail projects on newer cars like the Escalade. This car looks brand new. That's the idea. It's actually a 2011. This is a 2011? That's amazing, right? Looks like it's just off the showroom floor. That's because we're now doing applications of a highly advanced ceramic coating. After a thorough cleaning, our technician applies two coats of this ceramic. Wow, that is glossy. It's not cheap, but it makes your paint look better than new, and it really lasts. It's like applying glass to your paint. So lots and lots of classics like these Ferraris and Porsches and details that make your car look brand new. Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Can I drive that one? Yeah, if you buy it. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado of media school has done for more than 30 years dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers that's what they did for me now is the time call them up tell them josh dover sent you and get an orientation just for calling don't wait call now make that appointment and get that career in under a year started today train in just months without decades of debt flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify call the colorado media school right now 303-937-7070 303-937-7070 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. Overall, traffic is getting lighter and speeds are picking back up, but there is an accident at the very end of the ramp from 136th onto southbound I-25, causing an early merge there. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Southbound I-25 still running slow. Emerson to Hamden. Eastbound I-270 is jamming between I-25 and York. Just like kids here, children across the world have big dreams for their future. Give one child the opportunity for a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. I just uh, feel it good, so I just do, was more aggressive, more more free to play, so that's kind of opened up the game, which just gave me that, so I took it. Well, Nikola Jokic was more aggressive last night. I'd say so. 36 points. He was 12 of 14 from the field. You got to shoot the ball more than nine times, okay? Uh, in the last four games prior to last night, he'd never hit double digits in shots attempted. You, you got to have more shots out of your stud. And they did last night. Now, it wasn't enough. They lose the game. But I, I said this to start the show, and I'll say it again. If they get that kind of aggressiveness out of Nikola Jokic, and I'm not talking about the numbers, numbers notwithstanding, because... I doubt he's going to have many 12 for 14 games. But if he gets that kind of aggressiveness out of that position, out of that player for the rest of the season, Nuggets make the playoffs. Agree or disagree? Agree. Yeah, I think that's well said. Now it's time for three questions to glory. Any sports. Jokic for three. Got it. Nothing but net. Any team. He scores. Nathan McKinnon. Any era. And Elway But there's no time to Google. Oh, man. Three questions to glory. By the way, the pro golfer that I was thinking of, Bill Haas Jr. That was the guy, for those of you wondering. All right. Um, I thought we were giving away Nuggets Lakers tickets, but apparently it's Nuggets Kings tickets for this Sunday. Uh, at Pepsi Center. You couldn't find Lakers tickets, HW? Yeah, I think someone stole them off my desk, but Nuggets King should be fun. And then you guys are doing, a, you got your big, uh, event Doug that Mo. night? Yeah. Yeah, Doug yeah. Mo, six o'clock, the world premiere of, uh, the Doug Mo doc, 90 minutes. You do not want to miss it. Uh, in fact, I'll say that if you guys don't watch this Sunday, I'm not coming in to do the show Monday. Alright, I will, uh, I will watch it. I am, uh, very intrigued. The, uh, the, the previews that keep getting posted on like Facebook and yes. Twitter, they're, uh, they're, they're reeling me in. I'm in. Cause you know how much time Julie and I put in on this documentary over the last two years, right? A lot. I've been like a child. Yeah. It was like, uh, a, a three year project. I mean, I've had to deal with Julie and her seven cats for two years. That's fair. To put this thing together. It was a Call long... in now. Go ahead. 303-753. 0950, 303-753-0950. Uh, Jesse, I'll let you tell us who we're going to on the hotline for a chance to win tickets to the Nuggets Kings this Sunday at Pepsi Center. Vic, we'll go to Hurley on line one. He's been on hold 11 minutes. Shoot, you're up, my man. How you doing? Alrighty, I'm doing well. How you guys doing? Thanks Good, thank you. Me. What's your sport? Let's do uh, NFL from the 1990s onwards. Wow. Okay, wow. Well, not only does he have a, a sport, but he's got an era. 1990s onwards. Fine, no problem. We've got that. That's in our wheelhouse. Who, who wants to start? Uh, I got it. So the Broncos won back-to-back Super Bowls in the late 90s. Where were those two games played? That was San Diego and Miami. Well done. Nice. Very well done. Vic, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I'll let, I'll, I'll go last. You'll go last? Yeah. 
right. Who led the Broncos? Which means it's your turn. Who led the Broncos in rushing yards last year? Last year? Mm-hmm. Last year, the leader in rushing yards for the Denver Broncos was Booker. No. Sorry. I like the way he repeats the question. Yeah. Good it's, try. It was CJ, right? Yeah. Does, CJ, does he repeat Anderson. the question so Alexa will tell him the answer? <laughs> by, the way, by the way, uh, Broncos fans who were concerned last night during the, the Nuggets game, I saw this tweet from CJ Anderson. The tweet said, changing my number soon, excited about the next chapter. So how do you think people responded when they saw that tweet? Dude, I can't think any anything CJ says on Twitter seriously. He's got a new dramatic tweet every. Three but how hours. do you think people responded with that particular tweet? Everybody thought, "Oh my God, is he gone? Is he? You know, did he find a new team? Are the, are the Broncos cutting him?" Well, I I asked, I found out, and it had nothing to do with his future with the Broncos. It had something to do with him getting a few a new phone number. Yeah. Just so you know, yeah, intentionally One, vague so people would get overly dramatic and he could get some well, attention. I, I, it's like everyone's job, idiot friend who checks in at the hospital on Facebook, yeah. so everyone would be like, "Why are you at the hospital?" Yeah. Next caller, who is it? Jason on line three. Jason, what's up? Jason, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. What sport, buddy? Can we go Mellow Era Nuggets? Ooh, okay. Because we're getting so, specific on the era. No problem. Nah, we're good with that. Mellow Era Nuggets. I got uh, it. When Mellow won the national championship at Syracuse, who did they beat in the finals to win that championship? Ooh, jeez. Ooh. Um, North Carolina. Victor? No, I don't think it was North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Kansas. Yeah, I'm trying to re- yeah, it was Kansas. It was Kansas. Okay. Thanks for playing, though. <laughs> you had me second-guessing for a Jason. while there. <laughs> Mellow era nuggets if we go with the college basketball. Uh, we, uh, whoa, we, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Okay, all right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, never mind. We got Greg online too, Vic. Greg, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. What do you want to do? What sport? Let's do Rockies baseball. Rockies baseball. Easy enough. All right. Uh, three questions to glory off the top of our heads. Go ahead. You guys want to start this yeah, one? Yeah, I'll, I'll start here. Who hit the uh, sack fly to score Matt Holiday on October 1st, 2007? You've asked this question about 45 times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I obviously wasn't listening. No, Let's you weren't. Let's go with uh, uh, um... Sorry, you're wrong. Thanks for playing, though. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it, Jason. Jamie Carroll? Yeah. Yes. I mean, just by rote memory alone. Yeah. The the amount of times that particular question has been asked on this show exceeds the amount of vegan references by Manchester, <laughs> which is hard to do. Again, I was about ready to make it a whole nother day without saying it. Well, Who's outside next? of Game 7, 2001 Stanley Cup Finals, it's the greatest game played on Colorado soil. Uh, Who's next? Robbie's on line four. Robbie, what up, buddy? Hello? How you doing, Robbie? Good. How are you guys doing? Very good. What sport would you like? Uh, I'll do Nuggets. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Manchester. We'll start with you on this one. Uh, what country was Nene from? Uh, Brazil. Well done. Mark Randall uh, responded to a tweet of mine last night when I asked, would you take a charge from LeBron James? He said, yes, but I'd be called for uh, a foul in, because of LeBron gets all the calls. What college did Denver's own Mark Randall attend? Ooh, uh, no idea. Kentucky? Sorry, mm-hmm. close, Kansas. Thanks for playing, though. You should know that. Yeah. Cherry right Tank High School product. Uh, we'll go to Brian on line five, Vic. He's been on hold the longest. Brian, what's up, buddy? Hey, how much? How are you guys? Very good, thanks. What sport? Uh, let's do the Rockies. 
Rockies baseball. baseball. Okay. All right, I got one for you. Uh, prior to becoming the uh, Rockies manager, Bud Black managed what other team? The Padres. Well done. Uh, Rockies had a closer named Chacone, local kid. What was the first name? Sean. There you go. I mean, come on. Really? Well, either now my questions are too easy or too hard for well, you. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. Now i got to come up with something tough. Clint Hurdle, former manager of your Colorado Rockies, was on the cover of Sports Illustrated once as a player representing what team? Oh, shoot. Um... The sorry, thanks for playing. Cardinal, Appreciate right? it. No, we got a time. I'm sorry. I'm hard. I'm hard. This isn't field day. I'm not the guy who complains about the rims at the Denver Coliseum. Sorry. You got to make the bucket or you don't. Uh, Vic, we'll go to Joe on line six. Joe, you're up. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? What's your sport? Do Broncos football. All right, go ahead. Broncos football. Manchester? Uh, all right, let's go with this. Uh, Garrett Bowles, first-round pick last year. Where did he play college football? Utah. All right. Uh, who scored the first touchdown in Super Bowl 50? Malik Jackson. There you go. Where did Gary Kubiak attend college? Uh, um, Sorry, bro. Thanks for playing. Sorry, man. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm hitting the hammer there with those third questions. And they're not that hard. I mean, did you guys know the answers to the last two yes. third questions? It's the same rule we had we, we had last week when you and I were doing this. Yeah, of, it's not if that the hard. Other, if the other guy knows it, it's not that hard a question. Kubiak, A&M, Texas A&M, and Clint Hurdle played for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, He's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. We'll go to Dustin on line one, Vic. Dustin, what up, buddy? What's happening? What's your sport? Uh, let's go with the Av. The Avalanche Av. Hockey. We're going to talk Avs with uh, Kyle Keefe momentarily. Kyle prepping for tonight's Avs-Columbus Blue Jackets game. Who was the Av who had their number retired most recently? Uh, Milan Hayden. Correct. Go ahead, All right. Uh, let's go with this. I'm going to give you a layup so Vic will get all upset. Uh, prior to moving to Denver, the Avalanche were what uh, known as what franchise? Uh, Quebec Nordiques. Hold on. Um... At the end of the run, the era of great feelings, whatever you want to call it, when Pierre Lacroix was running the show, the Avs, in one fell swoop on one day, signed two free agent players. Those two players really didn't win much outside of, well, they didn't win any championships with the Avs. Who were those two players? Do you remember who they are? In one day, big name players, all stars. Oh, um, I don't know. Mm. Thanks that, for playing. Uh, Solani in Korea, right? Yes. Yeah. I'll never forget, I was on a Korea. beach in Mexico, and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, who does this? In one day? In one press conference? That's how John reacts when other GMs do things. Mm. Do you remember when the Avs owned free agency? Do you remember that that era, though? Where oh, yeah. any time there was a big-name free agent, the Avs were the first choice? Uh, let's go to Chris online, too, Vic. We need to get a winner. I'm not going to give the tickets away. You got to earn them. Okay. Again, these are these are questions. We know the answers to these questions off the top of our head, so we're not looking it up on the Google later. Who's next? Chris. Chris, what's up, bud? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on? What's the sport? Uh, I'm gonna do avalanche as well. Avalanche hockey. You All guys right. got one, or do you want I, me to start? I, it I off? got one. Okay. Go ask it. the question. Go ahead, Shitty. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, name me a goal scorer against the Devils in the 2001 Game 7 Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, um, was it 
Chris Curry. Mm. Sorry, Alex Tenge and Joe Sakic. All right, within. Well, no, he didn't get it right. He's done, oh. dude. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing research. <laughs> Three zero three seven five. Damn, I had a good one too. It was gonna make you mad, Vic. It was gonna make you so mad. All right, we got a couple more chances here before we gotta call it a segment. We'll sneak one in with uh, Andy on line four. Andy, what's up, buddy? Come on, Andy, rescue us, bro. Come on, dig deep here. All right. Ready? Okay, I'll try. What is the sport? Uh, Let's go, Rockies. Rockies baseball. Um, All right. Uh, There are three numbers slash names retired. Out on the uh, outfield facade at Coors Field. Give me two of the numbers or the the name. Okay. Um, 17, Todd Helton. Correct. Okay. Um, and then Larry Walker. No. Who was? No? No, no. 42, ah. every team is retired. Jackie Robinson's number. Uh-huh. And then Kelly McGregor's initials. I was going to say 42 is the default answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is every team in Major League Baseball. Right, one we have time more for one more. One yeah, more. we've got full lines. So we'll uh, we'll go to Mark here on line three. I'm sad. I'm saddened. Maybe maybe we should change the venue. Maybe instead of asking Denver Coliseum questions, we should shoot for a bigger rim. Yeah. What do you Who's got? Up? Mark. Mark, what's hey, up, buddy? Guys, what's going on? Hey, Not much, man. Basketball, uh, basketball, please, no scores. Basketball, basketball no, no scores. scores. Oh, okay. You see, he hates numbers like I hate numbers. All right. No scores. Very good. Basketball, no scores. Fellas, do you want to start? I'll start. Where did Jamal Murray play college basketball? Oh, jeez. Kentucky. <laughs> oh, jeez. Where? The first question, Vic. Where did Gary Harris play college basketball? Michigan State. Where did Lou Williams play college basketball? <laughs> Lou Williams went to high school and then went to the NBA. Got it. Very well done. Wow. Trick question. Trick question, and he got it. See? See how easy it is. The guy wanted basketball, and not only did he answer all three, he got the trick question. Hey, Vic. After uh, those two layups you guys gave him. We kind of would like to have a winner. Hey, before we go to break, I just got this text. Uh, okay. Vic could have done the uh, Doug Moe documentary in six months if he hadn't played golf so much. <laughs> I had to research. <laughs> Congrats research. to Mark. Stay on the line. Casey, Cliff, Matt. Sorry, guys. Next time. When we come back, Marty O with this morning sugar fix. I love three questions to glory. Man, I love that segment. Come on. Sharpen up, Denver. Have you heard of thousands of people earning money with a second home? Companies like Airbnb have created a whole new industry for people to tap into the multi-billion dollar industry of renting. If a second home purchase has not crossed your mind, it should. Because you could easily make a couple thousand dollars more each month if you list your second home for rent or as a vacation property. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. Real estate has consistently been a great investment and qualifying for a second home may be easier than you think. Interest rates remain low and you can put as little as 10% down. That's right, 10% down. A second home could be more consistent than stocks. A savvy investment if you ask me. But don't just take my word for it. Talk to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 
The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Colorado has a website that will save you time. And what's more valuable than that? Visit colorado.gov slash tax. Find the answers about filing taxes in Colorado. New to the state and have questions about filing Colorado taxes? Are you a business with questions about your state sales tax? All your answers are just a click away 24-7. colorado.gov slash tax even has a quick answer section to many frequently asked questions. Make filing taxes easier. To learn the facts, visit colorado.gov slash tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away. On colorado.gov slash tax, you can find instructional videos, numerous toolkits, and information for free in-person and online tax classes. Visit colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to everything you need to know about Colorado taxes. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. An accident on eastbound 6 approaching Calumet has backed up traffic to Federal. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Crash southbound Colorado Boulevard at Arkansas. Westbound Hamden approaching Parker Road. An accident. Also watch for a crash clearing westbound Leedsdale at Quebec. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child Sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, Vic, this is fun. It's Hoops Hysteria time at Altitude 950, which means you could win tickets to see the Eagles live at Coors Field or even $1,000. Next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, tune in to the Vic Lombardi Show, Hastings and Brown, and the Mark Moser Show, and Crackman and Harris for your chance to qualify for Hoops Hysteria presented by Axiom Academy. Listen for the cue to call, get assigned to school, and see if you can root them on to victory. It's Hoops Hysteria presented by Axiom Academy. Home inspector training. Become a home inspector and you could earn upwards of $85,000 per year. Learn more at their free seminars and online at learnwiththeacademy.com. Tune in, get a team, win up to $1,000 next week only on Altitude 950. And Brownman, the show that follows this one, uh, will have a couple guests. One, uh, uh, Adam Morris, who you hear uh, once a week with us, and Jim Conrad, longtime Denver sportscaster, who knew uh, Doug Moe extremely well, used to call the old Nuggets games. Those were the heydays, right? Uh, growing up in the 80s when Conrad and Irv Brown called the shots, and then Alan yep. Albert came in. They'd sell they'd sell Nuggets tickets. They'd have the hotline going with the operator standing by, two bucks a pop. You remember that? Oh yeah, I remember that vividly. 
Conrad Remember Brown. sitting there calling in at halftime? Channel 2 would have the games, Will. And just imagine this, all right? So you have the... And Irv would say, ah, we got the operators standing by at halftime. If you want next Nuggets game, $2 tickets. And you'd sit there next to your rotary dial phone oh, and be the first to, I mean, and they gave away tons of tickets. It was a great marketing ploy. And you get two buck tickets. It was great. We'd go all the time. How did you pay for the two bucks back in the day? Were like credit cards a thing at that point? Cash only? I think you paid for them when you got there. I, I, I think so too. I, yeah. I don't think there was a credit card transaction. They just, they got your name and then you went. There was just a way to get to the stadium. That's all. A way to get in the arena. It was a great marketing move. Can you, operator standing by, call right now. They'd have a busy room full. Of, and it was the same piece of video, right? They'd, they'd run it over and over. It wasn't even live video. Yeah. Just some random operator standing by somewhere. That or the operators wore the exact same shirts every game. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> it worked. Uh, Kyle Keefe will join us at 9 o'clock to talk abs right now. A little sugar with Marty O. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. Hey, Marty, what'd you think about those questions in three questions to glory? Too hard? Too easy? I was a little disappointed you didn't get the Kansas over, uh, losing to Syracuse in the 2003 finals. It was pretty, pretty embarrassing, but you I mean thought they we were... answered it. Uh, you were like, uh, Kentucky? Uh, no, I didn't sign you the answer. I was waiting for the guy to give us the answer, dude. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, if the question is who lost in the NCAA tournament, go with Kansas. That's Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That's fair. Except for 2008. Can't do it then. Did you even go to Kansas? No, I just no, he I went just, to a game there and now yeah. he's like super fan. He didn't yeah. even go there. No, yeah. I didn't he didn't even go there. It's like, you know, the most ardent Notre Dame fans didn't even go there. They're just crazy Notre Dame fans. I'm not even a crazy Notre Dame fan and I went there. Well, pardon me. All right, Jason Elam <laughs> turns forty eight today. He spent fifteen seasons in Denver. You guys got any Jason Elam stories? He wrote a book. Do you remember That's the name story? of the book he wrote? It was a novel. Fiction. Oh yeah, it was uh gosh. Wait, does fiction mean true or not true? I always get that confused. Something jihad. Fiction means fiction is synonymous with HW. It was something jihad, right? No, but seriously, isn't Monday that Monday Night Jihad. That's it. That's it. Shouldn't fiction be true and nonfiction be not true? My, backwards. My Jason Elam story, I went to junior high with his wife. Did you really? Mm-hmm. His wife's a former Broncos cheerleader. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, so leave it at that. <sighs> All right, the other day you guys were talking about uh, opening theme songs. So the main character of this show turns 41 today. It's a tricky one. Let's see if you can get it. Uh, is it like Dawson's Creek or something? What is it? Yeah, you oh, got man. it. Dawson's Creek. You a big <laughs> fan of that, James? Wow. Or what? Van- Vanderbeek's 41 today? <laughs> oh, you know a lot more than I thought you would. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell you were talking you about. You should that. just save that drop. You know a lot more than I thought you would. There you go. <laughs> Who is Vanderbeek? James Vanderbeek, the star of Dawson's Creek. I've actually never seen an episode. What the of hell Dawson's is Dawson's Creek? Creek? I'm gonna advise you to just kind of back off the Dawson's I, Creek. Marty, I've never seen an episode. You were so sure, but you were like, uh, I don't know, like Dawson's Creek or something. Only did like a marathon of it on Netflix the other night. I was a 90210 guy, and I will admit it, that show so was, was I. that show was great, dude. And and a Melrose Place that oh. followed. Yeah, little trash. Are you here. kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me with Melrose Place? Mm-hmm. Heather Locklear. That was Skinamax after Skinamax. <laughs> you guys remember yesterday I was telling you in 1954 the NBA was trying to spice up the game. They raised their rims to 12 feet. They had yep. the free throw escrow. Yep. Well, on this day in, uh, 
1954, they had their first double header between the Hawks and the Bucks. Now, if you'll remember, the Hawks played in Minneapolis the night before, so they played three games in two days. Imagine the fatigue. You want to talk about fatigue? Also, they traveled from Minneapolis to Milwaukee. I'm sure they didn't travel first class and, and stay in the Ritz. I think they were staying at the Ritz, yeah. No. That's a lot. That's asking for a, an awful lot. That's a bad idea. You know, one of the reasons why the NBA, two reasons, the NBA wants to uh, open up the playoff system so they format it 1 through 16 regardless of conference, which makes total sense, right? Because the two mm-hmm. best teams in the NBA this year are who, which two teams? Houston and Golden, Golden State. State. Yeah. So you open it up, you seed it differently. The biggest drawback to that is the, the travel. Because if you have a first-round matchup of, say, Miami-Portland, it's a lot of... And my response is, who cares? I, I mean, agree. It's 2018. Uh, Planes exist. They're not who cares? Taking, they're not taking a train. Yeah. Those are long flights, though. Huh. Who cares? To be fatigued. Tell you what, meet halfway. Play the games at the Denver Coliseum so people will complain about the backdrop. In 1968, a six-year-old named Tommy Moore shoots a hole-in-one on a par-3, 145 yards. Uh, and that just makes me mad. That just makes me upset as well. Yeah. Well, the greatest hole-in-one I've ever witnessed live and on tape was at the Vista Ridge, formerly Vista Ridge, now Colorado National in Erie, where the pro there, name's escaping me, my bad, you know my man. Every time I see this guy, God, his name, Shalk's buddy there, hits a hole-in-one on a par-4. It's the par-4-17, 371 yards, aced it from the tee. Wow. How many you got to your name, Vic? None. Zero. Yeah, same. You got any close ones? Well, doesn't surprise me you have none, but... (laughs) Hole-in-ones are kind of a crapshoot, dude. I've been close. Hell, my brother has two, and he's a hack. Well, the six-year-old's got one, so he's got he's got all of us beat. Uh, this day in 1973, the Eisenhower Tunnel opens. That uh, yeah. long one on 70. Hmm. You guys ever play that game? You try and hold your bet your breath through the tunnel all the time. Yeah. Still to this day with I my kids. Encourage that. Why is that? Why is that a thing? If the driver passes out. That's probably not good. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? I'm with my family. Adamant. The game we play because everybody talks so much is how about nobody talks through the tunnel? And sometimes I'll just. Just pull up off the tunnel road and just stay right there for a while. How about everybody stop talking? Is the little tunnel still there, or did they blow that one to shreds yet? The little tunnel? Well, the yeah, there used tunnel, to be a the little tunnel. tunnel. Yeah, I don't think that one exists anymore. That's funny. I don't do much driving in them their mountains anymore, but I don't think that, that first tunnel exists. Manchester's acting like I'm speaking. The little tunnel, like the, the little tunnel before the yeah, big there's tunnel. A, there's a little tunnel before the Eisenhower Tunnel, dude. Like, Don't act you don't know. Oh, I thought you were talking about like there was a third tunnel at the Eisenhower Tunnel that was the little one. Like, what the heck goes through the little tunnel? Have you ever done the anti-tunnel? Have you ever gone over uh, Loveland Pass? Yeah, that's a exercise in futility. My God, how did the uh, how did our forefathers live? Man, wait, but if you're going to like Copper, Vale, Keystone, you hit the little tunnel and then you hit the big tunnel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know what you were talking about. I've never referred to it as the little tunnel. Well, in it's my... a little smaller than the big tunnel. Of course it is. That's like Just, a two-mile-long tunnel. You know, we are so behind the times in tunnels. If you go to Europe or Japan or any, there are tunnels. they got tunnels everywhere. they got tunnels from home to home. We're so anti-tunnel here, it bothers me. There should be one n- enormous tunnel from here to Vail. Just yeah. somebody build a tunnel. Let's go. I'm sure if they built a tunnel, it would displace the web-footed ferret or something. Yeah. At this day, 2004, one of the worst cheap shots in history, Todd Bertuzzi cheap shot Steve Moore. This is what happens when you have the code in hockey. 
I mean, it's just, it, it, it eventually escalates. It's like yeah. hazing or anything else. It eventually goes too far, and then people are throwing up their hands. It's like, well, we should have stopped this before it ever got to this point. You, you know what bothered me most about the Steve Moore Bertuzzi thing? Do you remember? It was a very sensitive and delicate subject. The current Avalanche teammates of Steve Moore at the time would not – remember they wouldn't speak out against Bertuzzi? It was yeah. sort of like that. Like, why would you not defend your teammate? Because he did what they all do, the code. That was part of the code. That's how you play. It just turned out tragic. That bothered me more than anything. It's the fact that nobody was vocal about it. I was like, oh, we don't want to talk about it. Why not? The guy's like, the guy won't play hockey again. Yeah, the code is silly. By the way, Scott Hastings just texted me. He said, before Idaho Springs by Floyd Hill, the tunnel is still there. That would really? affectionately be the little tunnel. I'm sure there's a name for it. It's not the little tunnel. It's before the big tunnel. What, what's, what about the next one that you get to? How about the ones in Glenwood? What do we call those? Medium tunnels. Yeah. Jeez. Semi-small to medium. Are you done? Uh, I got one more, but we got Keith coming up, so we can't. Uh, well, just, let's no, hear it. Let's Keith hear can it. wait. All right. 2011, Charlie yeah. Sheen gets fired from Two and a Half Men. That was the beginning of Charlie Sheen's several-year-long bender. That was seven years ago? Yeah. Man, that feels like it was like two years ago. Hmm. Are you guys a fan of that show? Eh, it was pretty good. It was pretty funny. Kind of had what, one joke. What was the show? Two and a half men. And never, never got into it. Mm. Well, that's never all for me. It. What'd you leave on the cutting room floor today? That was it. That, that was, was my it? cutting room floor. Yeah, that was my last yeah. firework. Read this quick email from uh, Doctor Paul, who's a loyal listener. Uh, can't believe it, but I think my radio is in a time warp. It seems to be picking up KWBZ from the '80s. There's a North Denver guy talking about shooting baskets at the Denver Coliseum, and a curmudgeon trashing John Elway. Nice to hear that Irv and Joe are back together again. The compliment. That's outstanding. That was well done. Kiefer up next. Kyle Keefe on the Vic Lombardi Show. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. The pub drops at 5 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 435. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Jokic has come to play tonight. Home of the Avalanche. And the Cobra continues to strike. And the push for the playoffs. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Exit far side into the circle. Centering pass comes to McKinnon. Shoot and scores! Nathan McKinnon! Rips it home on the near side inside the post. It's a power play goal, and the Avs have tied the game at one. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Final hour, uh, Dr. Travis Heath will join us at the bottom of the hour. Nuggets lose last night to the Cleveland Cavaliers, also known as uh, the LeBrons. He took over the game down the stretch. In case you missed it, late game, LeBron finishes with 39 and Nuggets lose down the stretch. Now on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoff picture. The Avs, meanwhile, critical game tonight in Columbus. Again, both teams. It's it's so funny, and it's uh, it's coincidental, clearly, but both teams pretty much in the exact same position with the season winding down. Both teams having must-wins pretty much every time they play. For more on the Avs, Let's go to the hotline. Our good buddy Kyle Keefe, who hosts the pre, post, and intermission shows on Altitude TV. Kyle, how you doing, buddy? 
Good, guys. What's up? Uh, nothing. Just want to chat and see how you've been. <laughs> I've been good. Been good. Yeah. Been listening to your show. You know. Who do you think gets more house. nervous? Let me. Who do you, who do you think gets more nervous about these Avalanche games this time of year? You or the players? Be yeah. honest. Me. Like, how nervous do you get? Do you have habits? Well, do you mean, vomit? I'm, what do you do? I'm. The thing is, is that I'm already nervous now, just because. You know, I look at tonight's schedule, and that's kind of how my brain works. I go through every possibility of what could happen and why and how. And it's not just the abs, although that's my biggest problem is, and Vic, I think I told you this yesterday, that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what happens around you, whether it's L.A. or Anaheim or Dallas. If you don't win, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. you You can't rely on help. If you rely on help, you've already lost. No, and and that's why getting the getting a point against Nashville and getting a point against Chicago, yes, that mattered. That mattered because okay, you you look in the grand scheme of things. But if you don't win your game, there's no point in even really looking at the standings because you've moved down. Whether you're you know whether the teams in front of you won or lost, you've moved down. You essentially haven't gone anywhere. So tonight's games, and I, I know we want to talk about Columbus and the Avs, but there are so many big games tonight in the NHL. Okay, it's obviously ours. And then you have L.A., who's at home, taking on Washington, uh, who, who has lost a couple, couple in a row. And L.A.'s right there with Colorado. Then you got Anaheim at Nashville. Nashville's won nine in a row. So you're hoping Nashville can make it ten and Anaheim loses. Mm-hmm. Then you have St. Louis at San Jose. San Jose, one of those teams at 79 points. So that being said, there's three other massive games tonight. In the okay, well, hold on. I'm confused. Am I rooting for St. Louis or San Jose? You want you want St. Louis. You want But St. Louis. Louis is only two points behind the Avs yeah, right now. But we we don't that doesn't matter. If anybody from behind us catches us, then that's our own fault. Okay. Right? If we got to catch somebody in front of us. So the, wait, the other thing that confuses me is you're referring to them as our our own you mean their own fault. Yeah, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we for the Avs sake, okay? okay. So yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So tonight here's the here's the teams we want to win. We want St. Louis. Wait, wait, who's we? I, I, now I'm confused again. Who is this? Your like your rec team? Who's we? Yes, I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a rec team as well. They're, okay. We're you mean the Avs? You mean yes. you want the Avs tonight? Okay. Here's so who, here's who they want to win. They want St. Louis. They want Nashville. They want Washington. All right. Right that's that's fair. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But you just told me it doesn't matter what the other teams do. I know. I was contradicting <laughs> myself, but see, herein lies the problem. This is why I have a beautiful mind. This is why I sit and stare in the corner and count flies because it's it's yeah. a sickness. It's okay, that's all right. I've I've got the same sickness with the with the Nuggets, and it's interesting because both teams have that right outside the playoffs looking in uh, position right now. The Avs. 77 points tied with the Kings, but because of total victories, then they're out. They can change that tonight. If they finish tied, by the way, if the Kings and Avs finish dead tied with the same amount of wins, what's the next tiebreaker? What do they look well, at next? I didn't, I actually didn't know this. It's not who has more wins. That's not the next tiebreaker. Oh, it's, it's not? It's, no, it's, Peter tried to go through this. And there's, it's a weird sort of format, but you I hockey people have all these weird rules, man. Make yeah, it easy. It's a, I think it's head-to-head, Colorado versus L.A., but, you know, the truth is, is it doesn't matter with 16 games to go. When that sort of stuff matters is when you've got two to go. Then you start looking at that stuff. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, ideally, you, you want to have more points. 
okay? Um, if you don't have more points, you want to have more regulation wins. Okay. I posed this theory yesterday. Tell me if I'm off my rocker. I think the the Avs have a better chance of making the playoffs than the Nuggets for this reason. Pressure. Uh there's immense pressure. I can feel it, I can sense it. Hell, I it's on me for crying out. I can feel the pressure in the Nuggets locker room. The Avs, this is not supposed to be their playoff season. This is all a bonus right now. This is butter. The fact that they're in the conversation, great. They're not supposed yeah. to be there. Less pressure for the Avs. More pressure for the Nuggets, advantage Avs. Well, and I would, I, I agree with you, first of all, but I would say it's more anticipation. It's more uh, nervous energy for the Avs. It's more like, hey, we're here. I mean, we're here. How we got here doesn't matter, but we're in the conversation, and we have 30 more points than we did last year. We're in the conversation. Now, inside that, Vic, mm-hmm. are... Really interesting that very rarely with 16 games to go do you look at the schedule and say, well, we have eight games against the exact same team twice. They play St. Louis twice. They play Vegas twice. Chicago twice. And most importantly, they play the L.A. Kings twice. So, you know, you you essentially hold your destiny in your own hands with the schedule that you've been given. The last game of the year with the St. Louis Blues. We were saying, Riker and I were saying with like yeah. like 30 games in it, we were like, can you believe if the last game of the year against the Blues matters? And we're here with 16 to go, and it's looking like it's going to because the ads are either going to make it or miss it by one to three points. That's how close it's going to be because the magic number went from 97 to maybe 95. So you do your own math and you can you, you can figure it out. But tonight against Columbus, Vic, they you're taking on a team that has one of the worst power plays and one of the worst penalty kills in the National Hockey League. And what are the Avs good at? They're good at drawing penalties. In fact, nobody's drawn more penalties in the league than Colorado at 246. So if they can if they can draw penalties, guys like Matt Nieto or Soderberg or these guys that seemingly Draw penalties all the time. You get you get power play opportunities. You got to bang them in, especially on the road. Dude, I I just so desperately want Pepsi Center utilized mid-April, right? Whether it's the Nuggets, the Avs, or both. You know how I feel. We we both we need something there. We need one of these teams to be in the playoffs. We need both, but one at least. So do your part tonight. Carry your right. part, okay? Right. Um, what is that? What do, what do what would you like me to do? I don't. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. What exactly is it that I could, you know? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Right. I don't know what what your role is. Uh, but you, you yeah, know, I, you seem I, to think I, you have a prominent role, whatever that I may know. be. Yeah, no, and I totally agree. I do believe that I have some sort of role. I. Uh, it, it is my it's my thick fantasy, and yeah. Riker's the same way. That like the team watches, <laughs> <laughs> and they use like your pregame as inspiration, right? <laughs> right. Like it's what are we waiting for? Let's go. <laughs> they're like Adrian laying in bed, and yeah. like yeah, you guys I mean, they just they have no jump in their step until they listen to Riker and Keith yeah. before the game. Cool. Coach Bednar's in there saying, okay, guys, now, before we take the ice, let's quickly turn into the pregame. And- <laughs> <laughs> what would Kyle do? <laughs> um, 
it, it is. It, you know, I was watching the game last night, the Nuggets game last night. Mm-hmm. And to your point, I mean, it was packed. It was it was such a good, you know, yeah. such a good vibe. And the Nuggets sure. were down early, but I get it with with Pepsi Center and the pom poms and just sort of, you know, whether it's a five o'clock game or it's an eight o'clock game. You know, the people sort of surrounding Denver and. Sports radio talking about, well, at least a couple of the stations talked about it, because I'm not sure if the, the quarterbacks have run the 10-yard dash. I mean, you need to get into, you know, the whole combine thing once again. But, you know, it's just it's the vibe. It's the energy. I miss all of that. And, honestly, I'll say this. What what, what day is today? March uh, 8th? Oh. I'm going I'm, I'm to say it. The Avalanche will make the playoffs. Huh. Wow. You got that, Jess? I hope you're right, dude. I do. I hope you're right. I, I just, I need something. I need something to do. I need something to do in April. You're going to get it. You know what's going to be even more fun about it? You're going to yeah. get the Nashville Predators right out of the gates if you make oh. it eight or seven. I mean, would you're you rather get... play, if we talked about, would you rather play Smashville or Vegas in the first round? I'd rather play either. It doesn't matter. When you no. are, it's not going to be. It's not yeah, but be which Vegas. would you rather, which team do you think you'd have a better chance to beat? I think it's Vegas. I No. I say bring on the Preds. The, all the pressure in the world is on them. All the pressures. They went to the Stanley Cup last year. They clearly have the best team in the National Hockey League. It's maybe second behind Tampa Bay, but they're the best in the West. All the pressure. Those 8-1 matchups are so scary because if Varley goes crazy or Bernie or whoever goes crazy and you're up 2-1 or you're tied 1-1 or tied 2-2, there is some thing in your there's yeah. some stuff in your pants, you know, if you're the number okay. one. Okay, all right. Hey, uh, you're, you're talking too much, James. We, we, we got to cut this short. What do you got, James? Kyle, real quick, yes or no? Uh, Kirk Cousins, you in? No, out. All right. You're a smart man. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all so I hard. have. Uh, looking forward to seeing uh, you on Let's Talk Sports this afternoon. I think what time's that show air? That at five thirty? Well, our pregame's at four thirty, so it's got to be. I don't know. It's got to be after. Maybe it doesn't even air. Maybe it airs at some point. Let's talk sports well, and yeah, this week. And we, 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 hopefully we're not running it at 3.30 because the only people that are watching it are people that work at, you know, at Minimart. So yeah. we need to, we need that. But it's going to be good. Riker broke down Todd Romero's 50-yard dash, 40-yard dash. Oh, my God. Well, you, you put the wrong hand down to start? Oh, my God. Twice. you got to see this. Twice. Well, you got to see it. It's, All right. It's pure gold. Kyle, thanks, buddy. Okay, see you guys. See you later. That's Kyle Keefe. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk to Travis Heath, the good doctor. Uh, what do the Nuggets need to do mentally to shake this malaise that we've seen the last two games? It's It's been going on for the month of March, to be honest with you. They've gotten through, but there's something going on that needs to change for this team to make the playoffs. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. I can deal with the abs loss last night. The abs at least got a point. Bruley looks like he's Patrick Wall for out of nowhere. Uh, I couldn't believe that. Just, I mean, he, this he, this he, guy with the abs. Yes, got with the goals against average of four and a save percentage of 884. And all of a sudden he looks amazing. like Marty Brodeur. Right, he right. just looks amazing. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. 
Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. 303 303-937- 37070. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long, Colorado Off-Road. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Oh, and scores! Nathan McKinnon! He sent a laser right past Dubnik's ear inside the far post. And the Avs... Cross-ice pass comes to the Cobra. Hopefully you know the drill by now. Hit us up, 303-753-0950. Every time you hear McKinnon snipe against the Wild, if you're the third caller, you're in the running to win a pair of tickets to the Avs-Kings on March 22nd. Fellas, that's shaping up to be a huge game, and the winner of this contest will not only receive tickets, but get to ride the Zamboni at Pepsi Center during intermission as well. 303-753-0950 to get qualified. Vic, that could be a uh, kind of a de facto playoff game. Damn right. 
You're exactly right. You're playing against these teams that you're competing against for those final two spots. Whoo! It's going to be fun. Nuggets have a similar schedule. They, you know, they play a couple playoff teams down the stretch in their own division. They play Portland in that final week. They play Minnesota. They play OKC. I'm with Kyle. I'm tired of relying on other teams to lose. Just take care of your business and you're in. 17 games left for the Nuggets, okay? We we just talked Avs, and, and we all agree that the Avs have a better chance, for some reason, whatever you whatever you believe, have a better chance than the Nuggets at this juncture. 17 games left for the Nuggets, 10 of which are on the road. How many of those 17 do they have to win to make the playoffs? 11. So that's undefeated at home, which you said they need to do, and I agree, and they got to go 4-6 and six on the road. HW? I'm in the same ballpark, right, right there. Man, I almost think it's 12. Oof. You think they got to get to 47 wins? Yeah, yeah, I do. Man, 47 and 35 to be the eight seed. Look at, dude, look at Utah's remaining. Again, I hate relying on other teams. Utah, Utah's got a pretty easy go at it here. Utah's going to make the playoffs. Really? Now. Yeah, Utah's going to be in. So now it's 10 teams for eight spots because I don't think we've really taken Utah that seriously. So Why now, wouldn't you? They're tied with the Nuggets right now. I know, Why but now it's, that's scary because we've said it's nine teams for yeah. eight spots, and I think you just declared it 10 teams for eight oh, spots. Yeah. Man, you're not kidding, Vic. Just l- listen to their next few games. Yeah. Grizzlies, Pelicans, Pistons, but then listen to this. Suns, Kings, Hawks, Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Four in a row. Mm-hmm. Yep. Suns, Kings, Hawks, Mavericks. Dude, Utah, since January 2nd, okay, January 2nd, they were 12 games below 500. They've gone 16-2. and They do have the Warriors twice. They have the Spurs. They have the Celtics. They have the Blazers. They got the Clippers. But, yeah, their their schedule's slightly easier than Denver. The, The one thing the Nuggets need, desperately need, and I know it's asking for a lot, their longest win streak of the season is four games, okay? If you look at the standings in the Western Conference, we saw the Avs pull off a 10-gamer, which revived their season. If you look at the Western Conference, every team in those standings has had a run. You know, the Pelicans are on a run right now, 10 in a row. The Blazers have won eight in a row. The T-Wolves early in the season had that massive run. Oklahoma City ripped off eight straight at one point. Utah, remember they won 10 straight? The Nuggets... Need to make a run. Now. Now. Well, their next two games are must-wins. You have to beat the Lakers and Kings at home. You have to. I, I don't, I don't know how, it, it, I mean, it's, they're not mathematically eliminated, I get it, but man, it's tough to come up with a scenario where they make the postseason if they can't win those two games. Sure. Uh, Lakers, have given the Nuggets, I'm not going to say they've given them fits, but they play them tough. They play them hard. Do you remember the end of the Nuggets-Lakers game at Pepsi Center when Jamal Murray got into it with Lonzo, Lonzo Ball and, yep. and Julius Randle tried to get all hard? Remember that? Don't think they haven't forgotten. So you two were both in the building last night. We, dis- we discussed in the 7 o'clock hour, but other than LeBron going crazy, which is the easy answer, what what happened last night? Well, the the, the Bron... Nuggets got all they wanted from Nikola Jokic. Everything the doctor ordered. 12 of 14. 
36 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. Nikola Jokic, I think, played one of his best games of the season. Wasn't a triple-double, but didn't have to be a triple-double. Nikola Jokic wanted the ball, got the ball. Trouble is, last night, I, I think the, the role players on this squad didn't come to play. I, and they lacked something there. They didn't get the, the scoring from the dudes that usually score for them. Uh, Will Barton finished 2 of 7, 4 points. Wilson Chandler went 1 of 8, 3 points. Well, the, the story. Trey Lyles, one for five, two points. Yeah, that, that was definitely part of the storyline, but it was also this. It was a huge hole in the first quarter, spend the second and third digging out of it, and then in the fourth quarter, LeBron James took over. I mean, that's the storyline. They weren't able to, when LeBron James was out at the beginning of the fourth quarter, they weren't able to build enough, to build a big enough lead that LeBron had too much work to do when he came back on the floor. Here's my notes. Here's my notes. Let's see. It was 95-93 with eight minutes to play. Nuggets had the lead. Plumlee had that nice layup. By the way, Plum Dog was six for six from the field last he, night. He was Did good last miss. night. So Nuggets take a two-point lead when LeBron returns to the game. Came back into the game at the 7.57 mark. And I, I wrote it down, specifically wrote it down, down two. And Cleveland then goes on an eight-to-two run. The Nuggets had four of five empty possessions where each time they forced tough shots only to give up second-chance points because they couldn't haul in the rebound. Twice down the floor. Jeff Green hit a deep three, and Kyle Korver, as you noted, hit the three from just inside half court. Both of those threes came as a result of offensive rebounds for the Cavaliers. Yep, yep. Daggers. But that's where the game was lost in the fourth. I, see, I, I mean, they were daggers and not getting the rebound. But to me, it was the four minutes to start the quarter where you were only a plus four. You went from down two to up two with LeBron James sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. That's the game. That's the game. You know, you, you do make a great point. The, the Nuggets advantage over a team like Cleveland or teams like Minnesota, over most teams to be over OKC, is the depth they right. possess, right? Take right. advantage of that depth. When each team goes to the bench, you expect the Nuggets to win those periods win those stretches if you don't win those stretches you're digging a hole automatically yeah and they had they won that stretch but they didn't win it by enough they had some bad possessions they just you know some bad shots i didn't like who they had on the floor to be honest with you i didn't think during that stretch Jokic, murray harris and Millsap should all be sitting on the bench you didn't have a lot of offensive weapons on the floor um, especially last night, the way Will Barton and Trey Lyles and, and Wilson Chandler were playing. I mean, Mason Plumley was their best offensive weapon last night with that in that lineup. Uh, it, that that just it, it was a time, especially coming off the 11-0 run to finish the third period that cut it to two. It was and, and LeBron goes to the bench. Keep the pressure on at that point. I, mean, I would have kept. I'd have gone all in. Listen to these bench players that the Cavs trotted out there last night. Right, the corpse of Kyle Korver. Right, Ashton yep. Kutcher. Probably has better game right now than Kyle Korver. Anti Zizic. Okay, I, that guy was just a, a large body. Jeff Green, who's certainly not close to the player he once was. That Osman guy, Donnie Osman, who played 12 minutes, one for four. Yeah. Listen to the, listen to that. Those are the bench players, okay? How do the Nuggets, you're right, you're right. I'm reading that list and I'm saying, man, when both teams go to the bench, you gotta, you gotta take full advantage of that. And this is where the Nuggets hurt themselves last night. Their bench, primarily Will Barton, went two for seven. Trey Lyles, one for five. That's what, that's what hurt them. 
it was, and it was that four minutes. It was that four minutes where with that group that you just mentioned on the floor, they were only a plus four. LeBron James comes back in down two points. They go on an eight, two run, take the lead. They never gave it up. That was it. What's tough to, to wrap your mind around too is the, the high this team was feeling on Saturday night after beating Cleveland and then what the last 36 hours have done. Yeah. That, that's what's difficult for me to wrap my mind about around. Um, Quickly, before we go to the hotline in the next segment and visit with the, the Dr. Travis Heath, the Broncos, according to Pro Football Talk and several reports, I think Cliss is on this as well, the Broncos are now actively shopping Aqib Tlaib to a number of teams, including the Patriots. Uh, we've known for quite some time that Aqib Tlaib was gone, right? We This is no surprise. Now, the Broncos are trying to get something for him, which every team should do. Uh, I doubt they will. I, I think ultimately they'll have to cut him. But if he ends up with the Patriots, guys, man, if he ends up in New England, how will you, how will you feel about that? Does it matter? Does yeah. it matter where yeah. he goes? Annoyed. No, I, I'm upset if he's anywhere other than Denver. Only in Denver do we just casually accept that they're getting rid of a Pro Bowl cornerback to save money. Only here. Oh, I have no problem with him. I have, n- let me, let me rephrase that. If there's ever a time to, to let go of a keep to leave, it's now. You got him for one more year and he's a bargain. He's a Pro it, Bowl it, corner. Let me ask you a question. Are his better days in front of him or behind him? Behind him. And you're not, you don't, you're okay. not locked to him for four I, years. You're locked I to him for one what, year. Why is this a, this is not a hard decision. One this is year. A pretty easy decision. In 20, he knew, he knew the answer. I asked him. I asked him on this show. What do you think? Whoa. Knew, why are you getting gone. rid of the second best player on your football well, team? he's not the second. I'll give me, who's I want better? offense. Who's give better? me offense. Who's give better? me offense. How I don't you, take that 10, 11 million uh, and go give me offense. Who's I'm, better? Who's the second best player on the Broncos? They had two Pro Bowlers last year. Von Miller Boy. and Aqib Tilly. Thank you. Making my point. And, and you know what it got him? Five and eleven. Yeah, that's what well, it got him. You know what this is going to get him? Uh, extra cap space again this year, and then we can have people come in here and tell me it's so they can go sign guys in case they have any injured reserve players. Because we continue to make excuses. Hell, for this I'd, team being cheap. I'd trade Vaughn too if you if you improve the the offense. Yeah. I would take all that money that's earmarked for the defense. I'd move it to the offense. That's what I would do. And solve it how with Billy Moose? I'd Billy Moose is going to put all that to good use. Give me. I'm tired of this whole, well, you know, our best player, our best, if our best player is a defensive player, you've lost. Well, they won the Super you can't Bowl that way. They impact the game like a they quarterback. They won the game. Super Bowl that way with Von Miller. You getting, cannot impact the game like the quarterback position can he impact. He tore up the game. Cam Newton. He, getting, he absolutely dominated okay, that game that day. But getting rid of a great player when you're only tied to him for one more year and the number is, is fairly modest so you can go sign a mediocre quarterback is not the way to improve. It's well, not. If you have that money earmarked for a position you think will improve your team. I agree. Make the move. But you're right. If it's a, if it's for a position that's not going to do much, if it's for a, a, a journeyman QB, then it's a waste of money. Let's see what they do. Let's just see what they do. Right. Up next, resident psychologist, the good doctor, Travis Heath, right here on Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House Saturday at 7 p.m. for Military Appreciation Night. Tickets start at just $10 and can be purchased at AltitudeTickets.com. 
Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing? financing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today, 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on Saturday, March 24th at 7 p.m. versus Vancouver to honor one of the greatest athletes to ever step on a field in Colorado. Come rock the Loud House as the Mammoth honors the great John Grant Jr. by raising number 24 into the rafters at Pepsi Center, among other Colorado legends. As always, there will be tons of great lacrosse action as we at the Mammoth pay a special tribute to the one they call Junior. Don't miss us. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. It was all about the passing game. Doug was very much a motion coach. You gotta run. It opens things up. The only mistake you can make in the passing game is standing still. Doug Moe. Players liked it. Running gun. Fans liked it. Wear the opponent out. The Nuggets' all-time winningest coach. Offensively, uh, the whole goal was to get it up quick as possible. Don't let the defense set up. And if you hold the ball, you're probably going to come and sit with Doug. Mo, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. Premiering Sunday, March 11th at 6 p.m. on Altitude TV. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team. And you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. So do you monitor them every day? I'm I'm just curious. Do you monitor Bridget and Santa? Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show. Waiting a phone call from the good doctor, Travis Heath. Let me know, Jesse, when that comes through. On the text line, uh, Tlaib is gone because he and VJ won't work together. Whatever it may be, it's clear that he's gone. There was a... If you guys remember late in the season, the season was already toast. Do you guys recall that story about Tlaib getting all hot and heavy at a practice session? Do you guys remember that? No, remind he me. He was screaming at coaches. He was screaming. At t- it was just, and that's when I sort of knew there's something going on here that well, extends oh, beyond the playing field. Okay, but 
he was screaming at coaches. Um, based on what they did to their coaching staff at the end of the year, do you think they had a very good group last year? Oh, I don't blame you. I, I'm just telling you that there's some tension built up beyond the playing field. There's That's all. I just, there's tension there. Only here, only in Denver, yeah. is the plan, we're going to get rid of a, a Pro Bowl player who is under a team-friendly contract for only one more year with no plan wait, for wait, how we're wait, going to spend wait, that money. Are you saying paying a guy 11 Almost $12 million is team friendly? Yeah. Wow. He's a, he's a, wow. Find me what math course are you taking? Well, what, uh, who just got franchised? Team friendly. Who just got franchised in LA? Wasn't it a corner? What's he going to get paid this year? Team friendly. What, so what is the, what's the going rate for a Pro Bowl cornerback? Tell me that. Tell me that. I've asked you again, are his better days in front or behind him? They're behind him, but he's okay. a one-year deal, dude. Right. I, he's not. It's not like they got to. Uh, oh, if we take his option here, he's gonna. We're gonna be saddled with him with some albatross until 2022. It's dude, one year at 11 you, million bucks. It's a bargain. You're acting like I don't want to do the Talib show every week. My favorite part of the week. I loved it. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. He gone. Let's go to the hotline. Bring in the good doctor, Travis Heath, who joins us on a weekly basis. Uh, Doc, how you doing, bud? Doing well. How are you? Very good. Hey, I, I need to ask you from uh, from the get go. I made mention of this last night watching LeBron James when he has that look in his eye and he picks up that steam mm. and he goes from coast to coast wanting a layup. Would you ever take a charge from LeBron James? <laughs> Only if I had a death wish. Look, I'm five ten and a buck eighty, man. He might he might kill me. He might literally kill me if I took a charge. Could you People imagine forget. that? Could you imagine just Dude. sitting there? That guy, that guy is the same size as Carl Malone, one of the two or three best power forwards to ever play the game, right? With point guard skills and that sort of speed, like the physics of that are mind-boggling, man. No thanks. I, I'd like to live. Yeah, I watched him last night. And I said, "How do you, when he's got the jump shot rolling, how do you guard him?" And I don't know what you do. If you had a redo of last night's fourth quarter and you're the Denver Nuggets, do you foul him? Do you double him? What do you do in that situation? Yeah, I don't. I mean. See, that's the thing about truly uh, uh, transcendental players, right? Guys that are maybe not even once in a generation, guys mm-hmm. that are, you know, once in multiple generations. You, you can't, like, no matter what you do, you're in trouble, right? You, okay, you say double team him. Yeah, but LeBron's one of the best passers in the history of basketball. Yep. So you could say, go ahead and do that, but look what they look what happened in the first quarter when JR's lighting him up, Rodney exactly. Hood's lighting him up. You know what I mean? So you can't double him. Do you foul him? Like, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you know, I, I saw on Twitter people were saying, oh, he's taking sort of standstill jump shots. Yeah, because if you get up on him, he goes right by you. I mean, yeah. you'd rather take the chance of contesting late and him shooting a 25-footer than, yeah. you know, him getting to the rim. So, I mean, Vic, I don't – I'm not trying to cop out on the question, but I just don't – I don't think there's a good answer. When when, when a great player gets going like that, I mean, it, it's just a good night. Dude, Wilson Chandler played about as good as you could play defensively when he made that last shot to give him a five-point cushion. You can't play better defense. A fall-away jumper from about 18 feet with a hand in your face, and it was all net. That is not on the defense. That's on the player. End of story. All right, Doc. um, Coach Malone had a talking to with uh, Nikola Jokic yesterday. Uh, wanting and pleading for him to be more aggressive. How do you, how do you fall on that? I, I, I'm with the coach on this one. As much as I admire, uh, Nikola Jokic's unselfishness, I get it. I need him to be more selfish on the basketball court. That's the only way the Nuggets will win. What do you think? I agree. And by the way, it worked. I mean, this is one of a handful of times in Jokic's career 
where he enforced his will on the game. Right, like he watched that game last night, and he just offensively he enforced his will. He went toe to toe with LeBron. Right, LeBron's mm-hmm. making plays on one end, Jokic is making plays on the other, and you know we could quibble about Jokic and, and Murray for that matter not coming back into the game in Dallas, and is that the right tactic? And you know, I, you know, there are different opinions about that, but the fact is that whatever Malone I, and you got to be careful causation correlation here, but. You have to believe it's at least related. Whatever Malone did and sitting Jokic down in the fourth quarter in Dallas and then talking to him, you have to believe that's at least somewhat related to Jokic being so aggressive, especially in the second half last night. So I think that's the right move. Um, you know, hey, it could always backfire. But but one thing I like about Jokic is he seems to be coachable. And that's mm-hmm. that's a rare find, man. Like, think about legit superstars in the last 20 years in the NBA that are coachable. I mean, the, the one that comes to mind is Tim Duncan, right? Popovich could always sure. get on Duncan, and then the other players would fall in line. And I actually liked how Jokic handled not going back into the fourth quarter in Dallas. I like his response, you know, the sort of, well, it's a coach's decision sort of deal. So I, I like that dynamic. And if you have a star that you can challenge, then and, – and Murray allows himself to be challenged by Malone some too. Mm-hmm. For the long-term trajectory of the team, those are good signs in my opinion. Here's where coaching gets hard, though. Um, so you're telling Jokic you want him to be the man. Well, in that fourth quarter, he was unstoppable. They'd fed him the ball in the, in the post. He would do what he pleased with it. If that's the case mm-hmm. and you want him to be the man, then I think you have to make sure every other player on the team understands – who has to have the ball? And on a couple occasions last night, guys wanted to play hero ball, one-on-one ball. That's where it's tough. That's where a coach has to insist to the other other players, this this is our guy. Feed the beast. Yeah. D- do you notice that? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, I saw Jokic get more touches in the low post in a single game than any game I can remember this year. So, obviously, that message, for the most part, was getting through. To me, it's really two guys. I want, and it could be a screen and roll, it could be a post-entry pass uh, from from Murray, but it's got to be Murray and Jokic. Like, those are the two guys I want with the ball in their hand late. A lot of times this year it's been Will Barton, and don't get me wrong, I like Will Barton's moxie, but I just, you know, I just don't think that's long-term, the guy that you want late in games with the ball in his hand. So, um, yeah, to me, you have to send that message, and that's why, hierarchies on basketball teams, especially NBA basketball teams, are really important. Um, And I think that's starting to develop in Denver. That's what's been problematic over the last several seasons is you had all of these sort of pretty good players and you had no clear hierarchy. And so maybe they're starting to establish that. Maybe it's sort of Jokic 1 and Murray 1A. Yeah, you know, that's what's crazy about this team and the makeup of this team. You bring in a guy like Paul Millsap, who's clearly the highest paid player at $30 a year, but he's... You know, when you think of the top players on the roster, does he even crack the top three? And maybe that, because of his salary, that sort of messes up that hierarchy and that causes issues. Is there, mm-hmm. am I, am I spewing stuff there? Is that, do you, do you see where I'm going? Yeah, no, I've had the same thought, you know, that, and actually I was concerned with Millsap coming back in the heat of a playoff race. And this is nothing against Millsap. I happen to love Millsap and I love what he brings to the team, but trying to sort of, I think Millsap feels a responsibility to be the alpha because they paid him that much money. Yeah. Right? And yeah. trying trying to bring him back into the middle of this is difficult for all parties involved. And I just don't, you know, like, like Millsap does a lot of good things. He brings some defense that's really important. They have been better in, in certain instances defensively, right? He can do some nice things offensively too. 
but I don't. He can't be that guy, in, in my opinion. He could be like the veteran leader, but he's not on the basketball court. He's not that guy. And by the way, watching Millsap, I mean, he can't even use his left hand some, right? O- offensively, there were a couple of times where he just couldn't dribble, and it made me think, why do they? Why do they bring him back? Like he, you know, he does some nice things, but until he's a hundred percent. Now, I could understand if the Nuggets' trajectory this season was down and they had lost seven games in a row. Oh, shoot, what do you have to lose? But their trajectory is up. And so it just, I wonder, gosh, if he if he can't do everything he's capable of doing, why bring him back at that time? Dude, I saw it last night when uh, he and LeBron one-on-one, he couldn't go left. I mean, if you're right. one-handed against LeBron, you got no chance. You got no chance. And through no fault of his own, Paul can't use his left right. hand. It's been, you know, he's missed right. 44 games. No use of his left hand. You can't ask him to use it right now. So same questions came up when I was watching that game. All right, where is your worry meter right now, Doc? Where, How worried are you about the Nuggets making the playoffs? Mm, it's moderate. I mean, I... I... Look, I try not to get caught too caught up in the game to game minutiae. I mean, my fan brain does that, but just like having a trying to have a basketball mind about it, they're still right in the mix. I know it can be frustrating because people go, well, they could be the three seed, but look, the Nuggets are not a three seed. Like Portland right now is in the three seed, but they're not a three seed. No, San Antonio no. is a three seed, right? Yeah, but yeah. they're, you know, the whole thing with Kawhi and all that. So, you know, even if the Nuggets won 10 in a row and somehow got to the three seed, they're not a three seed. I thought coming into the year, they're somewhere between six and 10. Right mm-hmm. now, they're at nine. And so to me, they're in the long term, they're right about where, where they should be. Now, would I be disappointed if they didn't make the playoffs? Heck yeah. As a fan, I'd be really disappointed, but trying to look at it as objectively as possible, they're between six and 10. The trajectory is still up. You know, they're better than they were last year. So it, barring some sort of horrible collapse, at the end of the season, I feel like, look, they're, they're right about where I would expect them to be. So, so Let's, in that regard, I'm not panicked. But as a fan, in terms of making the playoffs, yeah, it's moderate. I go, you know, I think there's a chance they don't make it now. Last question, uh, Doc, and this is related to all sports, uh, primarily the NFL. Uh, a lot of reports coming down that at the NFL Combine and these private workouts that scouts, front office types from NFL teams are asking somewhat inappropriate questions to some of these players. <laughs> in your world, when you are, um, you know, you're, it's a job interview and you got a kid that's coming in, you want to make sure everything, are there such, is there such a thing as an inappropriate question? Are all bets off when it comes to interviewing these guys? Well, see, I don't know. I mean, to me, the leagues have to be the, the you know, the jurors of that. Like, I, I'm not <laughs> – the word inappropriate is always interesting to me. I mean, okay, maybe there are certain things we can agree across the board are inappropriate in most contexts, but that's a subjective term. Like, what's inappropriate in context A may not be in context B, right? And so, look, as long as teams are following the rules that have been laid out by the NFL, I don't have – problems with any questions that are asked and part of the problem is that these kids are so well coached now by media uh, coaches and these things coming into these kind of interviews that it's hard to get to the truth so i think what some of these executives and so forth of the teams might be doing is they're trying to put these guys off kilter a little bit right and so so i just i just feel like um (laughs) if if these guys are going to be so well coached in the interviews that it's hard to see who they really are oftentimes, then then you just have to expect that the executives will up the ante in their questioning. Now, if they're yeah. breaking NFL rules, I think that's not cool, but it, it's the NFL's job then to legislate what's, what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. Well said. Uh, Doc, as usual, thanks for your time, buddy. I always love talking not only 
uh, about your fandom of the Nuggets, but your professional opinion of the Nuggets. Thanks, buddy. All right. Take care, Vic. Take care. That is Dr. Travis Heath every Thursday here on the uh, Vic Lombardi Show. Um, you know, he's a lot more cool about it because it is a game for game, game by game type of uh, situation. You can't look at all 17 of them as I am. Hell, I'm talking to some of the players last night in the locker room and, and that conversation with Mason Plumley. You know, these guys are so focused on their next opponent. They're not looking down the stretch like we are. Hell, he didn't even know what day of the week it was. Same rate. I didn't know what day of the week it was last night. Maybe I'm too focused. Up next, final thoughts, fact checker, and all. Uh, Marty O on the other side. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. We're here at Farland Classic Restoration with Jack Farland. Jack, tell us what kind of cars you're working on now. We are currently finishing up a 68 Alfa Romeo Giulia and working on a 67 Jaguar XKE. And we just sent a Ferrari 308 back home after it was shown during the Pebble Beach Week. So you guys restore all kinds of classics? We focus on investment level classics. We finished a 61 Ferrari that won top honors in Florida. It's not all full restorations either. We also do mechanical repairs, body work, paint, and incredible detail jobs all under one roof. And you sell cars too? Yes, we have a showroom full of classics that are truly investments, and we can track down specific cars for you. We recently found a fantastic Mercedes 300 SL for a customer. What's the best way to learn more about the shop? Check us out at FarlandCars.com to see our latest projects and videos, or follow us on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. Nick Backridge here from Susbuick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Susbuick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. 
Sus Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking, made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with home-style gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your home-style favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Doug Moe. You know, a fun-loving guy that produced winning basketball that was fun to be a part of. The Nuggets all-time winning his coach. There will never, ever be another Doug Moe in the NBA. He put himself right at the level of everybody else. Even though he would rip on you, he would joke about himself. We were on common ground. He was a character. He was our character. And people got it. Moe, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. He just seems to be so free. The rest of us are all hung up and worried about all the little things. Premiering Sunday, March 11th at 6 p.m. on Altitude TV. I wish I I could be like him. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hold on, did, they, did that spot just say that the Doug Moe thing is premiering at 7? Did it say 7 or 6? Have I been wrong this entire time? I thought it was 6 this Sunday. I thought it was 6 as well. I've been told 6. I was, Did that uh, say seven at the end of that one? I was furiously looking up Aqib Tlaib financial stats to make my point. So, oh, okay. Um, uh, quick, quick comment on this thing. Okay. You, you laughed when I said he's got a team-friendly contract. Yeah. The franchise tag number for a cornerback, which is the elite cornerbacks in the league, yeah. this year is $15 million. Yeah. Aqib Tlaib was a Pro Bowl cornerback last year. He's yeah. an elite cornerback. His cap number is 11, his salary is 9.5, and, and it's one year. Here's that is answer. a that is a team friendly okay. deal. Here, here's my answer. They already have an elite quarterback. They don't need two of them. <laughs> okay. All right. How I, did, I, how, I'd how, rather I'd, I'd rather take that money and, and listen. I'm not I'm not saying you take that money and pocket it and go play golf with it. Take that money and spend it on an elite offensive player. How That's did, all I'm saying. That's it. How did they fare against Oakland when Aqib got kicked out of the game? All I'm telling you is I don't care how talented the defense is anymore. I, I'm I'm tired of that narrative. Oh, you can't take away from the defense. Really? You're they tired of winning the 11. Super Bowl? They went five at okay. Well, it was the same defense last year. Did they have any? Let me ask you. Did the defense have any substantial injuries that caused no. them to? Okay, and, and, they went and five and eleven. You come around to my way of thinking for two years when I said you can't win with Trevor Simeon, and you two guys just kept telling me how no, they got a great defense, great defense, great defense. But Vic, why do you refuse to acknowledge that DT's money is is an albatross to use Manchester, and that Emmanuel's money is stupid? Because, because but you, he plays. But, you're, but you're, you hate Akeem's money. You want to just dump Akeem's money, but you're you're fine with DT and Emmanuel's money. That be- is because, odd. Because DT plays a dependent position, and he's only going to be as good as whoever gets him the ball. It's really simple. DT's it's washed simple up, game. dude. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's not washed, he's not washed up. up. Don't Come give on. me that crap. If you gave him somebody, you think if, alright, let me ask you this. If DT went to go play for Tom Brady tomorrow, how would you think he'd play? 
Mm. Brandon Cooks was okay up there. I, I assume uh, something similar. You think, you, but you think he'd be washed up using your words? Mm. If you had played for Aaron Rodgers, how do you think he'd perform? Washed up? Catch a few balls. Probably right, drop so a few he, balls, he, too. Akeem Talib, third highest cap number for the Broncos this year, $12 million. Derek Wolf is fifth at $11 million. Derek Wolf didn't do anything this year. Ron Leary, $9 million. Mm-hmm. Menelik Watson, $7 million. Brandon Marshall, $7 million. Yeah, let's get rid of Akeem Talib. Come on. I mean, he's, you don't get better getting rid of elite players. You don't. Check those facts, would you please? Marty O, we're running out of time. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, Vic, you were asking the name of the coach, uh, who the coach was in Hoosiers, and uh, James knew, but you just couldn't figure it out. Let's uh, let's listen to that. I guess we're going to have to get Coach, uh, what was the coach in Hoosiers? Went out and measured that. Uh, Norman that Dale. Uh, Marvin Dale. Here's what I'll do for you, Coach. I'm going to have Marvin Dale. I'll have him go out there and measure the Coliseum rims. You called him Marvin today. twice. It's Norman Dale. Norman. Bob like Norman, Norman Oklahoma. Oklahoma. My movie, it's Marvin, okay? You call him Norman all you want. For me, it's Marvin Dale. By the way, the only time I got uncomfortable watching Hoosiers was they tried to romance Normandale and yeah. the young teacher. And he was like twice her age. Come on, dudes. Come on. Do we need that portion? Do we need ro- – just stick to basketball. He goes okay? out to have Sunday dinner with Barbara yeah. Hershey and her mom. Come on. Let's just stick to basketball. And Barbara Hershey the romantic element. She's such a wet blanket in that movie. She oh. is. Her mom was scrappy, though. Holy yeah. crap. Mom, mom was fine. Go on, Marty. All right, we played some trivia today. That's always a roll of the dice. Uh, Jason called in, wanted Mellow Era Nuggets as his topic, and here's how that went down. What sport, buddy? Can we go Mellow Era Nuggets? Mellow Era Nuggets. I got uh, When Mellow won the national championship at Syracuse, who did they beat in the finals? On some Mellow Era Nuggets? Eh, how about some Syracuse Era Nuggets? <laughs> huh? How about that? You mentioned Mellow. I don't care. He should know Mellow. If he said mellow, he should know mellow all the way through. <laughs> all right, sticking with trivia, Chris wanted some Avs trivia. Will gave him a tough question. He didn't get it, and uh, I don't think James was paying attention. Let's hear that. Name me a goal scorer <laughs> against the Devils in the 2001 Game 7 Stanley Cup Finals. Chris Drury. Sorry, Alex Tenge and Joe Sackett. All right, within... Well, no, he didn't get it right. <laughs> He's done, oh. dude. Sorry. I was doing research. <laughs> Sometimes the rules of the game are tough to follow. I, I understand. I was... Googling my next question and reading a text and did not listen. You you caught me. You caught me. All right, and finally, James broke the free pass meter back here today. Let's uh, hear a little Jeez. sample. The free pass with Teflon. Teflon John gets the free pass. He can do whatever the hell he wants, even when his team's five and eleven. The free pass. Ah, that guy gets a free pass. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost as bad as a tramp meter from the other day. <laughs> Wait, was that unedited, or did you splice stuff together? Oh, no, I spliced some stuff together. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Just to make a point. Time to get the synonym for uh, free pass, please. And that's it for me, fellas. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, Marty O. Although, you know, listen, a lot of people complain about three questions to glory, all right? A couple of texters said, hey, why don't you turn it around where we ask you three questions? We tried that, remember? Yeah. We tried, and what went wrong when we tried that? Everything. They couldn't come up with questions. I mean, it was they all, all sorts us. of problems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, and, we were and nailing it. Up, again, this is off the top of our heads. If we're giving you an advantage, a built-in advantage by 
you get to dictate the topic, the sport, the era, for crying out loud. Well, Vic, the good news is we'll play three questions to Glory again tomorrow because we've got more Nuggets and Kings tickets. So there will be a round two tomorrow. Hey, I wanted to uh, make mention of this, and we failed to mention it during this three-hour program. Uh, yesterday, uh, CU Pro Day, CSU Pro Day. Did you guys see that um, Philip Lindsay, who was not invited to the Combine for some reason, ran a 4-3-9-40, 36-inch vertical? His 40 would have been better than all but one running back at the Combine. Yeah, and I think he was, what, like one one-hundredth of a second away from tying that number? So I don't understand why Lindsay didn't get invited. I don't get that one either. He was, I, he was a very productive college running back. Yeah. <laughs> he was versatile. He was... He had great endurance, played, hurt, and it didn't fall. What's the problem? He had some big moments and big games. You're right. He put up big numbers. Like It's not like he's a guy like, oh, he's good, but he was hurt, and he hardly played his, his senior year. Like He seems like he should have definitely been invited. Who it, makes that decision, I wonder? I don't know. I don't know. But the, whoever ends up with Philip Lindsay is going to get a guy that is going to compete for a roster spot. Even if he's an undrafted free agent, he'll compete for a roster spot. Totally agree. Uh Before we say goodbye... Dial it up, Jesse, our Fired Up Finale. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. So do you monitor them every day? I'm just curious. Do you monitor hey, Breidich and Jeff, If Jeff Breidich comes stumbling out of a, a, a bar in L.A. on a Wednesday during the season when the team's not in L.A. and ends up on TMZ, I think we're talking about it. Watch just, out. We don't, we don't hear. Not with Teflon. Teflon John gets the free pass. He can do whatever the hell he wants even when his team's 5 Be wary. <laughs> Another, another free pass reference there from Manchester. That's uh, three out of four this week, boys. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you have some sort of deal going with Jesse? I mean, he pays him off in Chick-fil-A you know, each morning. A lot of texters upset that the Fired Up finale should have been my rant about tunnels. A lot of people. <laughs> how tunnels are better in Europe? Well, that about how, why, why, you know, why we're so far behind the times. Why haven't we built a tunnel from here to Vail? Why didn't you guys know what the, the little tunnel was? We do have an infrastructure problem. It's a little that's a whole tunnel other topic a for a whole other day. I need somebody to explain that to me. Start digging that damn tunnel. Take that marijuana money and build a tunnel. Done. Enough said. End of story. Thanks for listening. Up next, Hastings and Brownman right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a great player. And uh, down the stretch, obviously, uh, he showed again why he's one of the best players to ever play the game. And, you know, the one shot he hit was, uh, I don't know how you, if you can play any better defense. You know, I give Wilson credit, but... Uh, he was in a rhythm, obviously, tonight. And when LeBron James is making three-point shots, it's nearly impossible to guard him. So, uh, you know, give them credit. You know, they came in here and uh, got revenge from our win in their home court last week. To your point, Ali, I thought our guys did compete. We played hard. Uh, key stretch, I thought, was we're up by three. Offensive rebound, kick out three. Next possession, loose ball, bobble, kick out three. That 6-0 run was with back-to-back threes from Corver and Jeff Green uh, was really a big stretch in the game. But, uh, you know, you just got to regroup, try to get some rest, and, uh, and get ready for a new- Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. The puck drops at 5 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 4.35. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Jokic has come to play tonight. Home of the Avalanche.